is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, how the heck are you? The Monty Show is live on hopefully your cell phone or your TV. We love that you guys watch on TV. In fact, why don't you tell us where you're watching right now? A pleasure to be with you. I'm very upset today with Greg Sankey. Um, he created problems on my Twitter feed today. Uh, apparently, there are some people who, in no. Oklahoma who don't like Texas. So wait, you're dying soon. I'm dying. I'm old. You're, you're, I'm old. you're a BYU fan. Yes. You're LDS. Yes, White Salamander. Um, and you have a lot of BYU t-shirts. Uh, all of them. Every one of them. Every. All t-shirt. No, <laughs> no sacraments. I, I like, come on, man. Uh, the Monty Show presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best entry attorneys in the business 24-7. 365, The Advocates are at your fingertips. All you have to do is get to their website, theadvocates.com. UtahAdvocates.com. And you guys have been telling you uh, for about a week now that uh, the Advocates are working with a great organization uh, known as The Road Home. Oh, I missed. Um, known as The Road Home, who, in my opinion, are the best advocates for the homeless community in this country. The Road Home is working very hard to make sure that homeless children have the ability to thrive in school and they need your help to do that. That's where the advocates come in. The advocates are partnered with The Road Home See, again, the advocates, they care. They're giving their money back into the communities they serve, and we need your help to do that. If you have a dollar, if you have $5, a million dollars, please make sure that you consider helping uh, homeless children uh, get the education that they need. And frankly, let's be honest, every kid deserves an opportunity to thrive in this life. You can hit them on Venmo. Uh, their Venmo is Advocates Donations. Advocates Donations on Venmo. Uh, you can also chat them up on their website, theadvocates.com. They have a 24-7 chat feature. And listen, if you need an injury attorney, if you were out all weekend having fun, celebrating Steph Curry, winning in Lake Tahoe, I mean, amazing. Yeah. The new face of golf is Rory McIlroy winning in Scotland. If you got in an accident, if you got hurt at work today, theadvocates.com, the best century attorneys in the business. But it doesn't matter who you are or where you are. Let's take care of homeless children. Advocates donations on Venmo. Advocates donations on Venmo. A dollar, a hundred dollars, a million dollars. Whatever you got, we appreciate your help. All right, the Monty Show. So as I said, Greg Sankey ruined my day. That Well, that's kind of a lie, but it's fine. Uh, I want to start with this SEC going to Dallas situation. I know mm -hmm. that everybody here is is just champing at the bit to get to how bad things are for the Pac-12 TV deal. Oh, we'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but let me just ask you a question. When it comes to the Big 12, is Dallas the heart of Big 12 country? I don't think there's any question that it is. And I'm not talking about real lives and real people and Texans from north to south and east to west. I'm talking about football. It's Big 12 football. The heartbeat of Big 12 football is Dallas, Texas. Unequivocally, it's Dallas, Texas. 
Does that mean Houston's irrelevant? Not at all. Does that mean that San Antonio or Lubbock, Texas don't matter? Not at all. When it comes to Big 12, football, basketball, all sports in the Big 12, Dallas is the heartbeat of that conference. Today, Greg Sankey and the SEC announced that they are taking 2024 SEC Football Media Day and they are moving it to the Omni in Dallas. And I can't help but believe that this is a shot over the bow of the Big 12. Now, are they doing it at Jarrettown? They're not. They are not. They are not. I mean, I get it. You're at the Omni. But it's Dallas. The SEC could have gone to Austin. The SEC could have gone to Houston. The SEC could have gone to Lubbock. The SEC could have gone to Norman, Oklahoma. Tuscaloosa, Alabama. They could have gone anywhere in Florida. But where did they go? They went to Dallas. Did they go to Starkville? They didn't. They went to Dallas. And why did they do that? Well, they did that because it's the heart of Big 12 country. And the SEC, I think, is feeling a little unsure of itself. I think the SEC watched the Big 12 have an incredible event last week, Jake. And I cannot help but think that the SEC moving SEC Football Media Day to the Omni in Dallas next year is absolutely a shot over the Big 12's bow. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the SEC is kind of this giant in the room where you're, you know, they're, they're able to kind of lay back and wait for things to come to them. And so they see this event go down at Jerry world for the big 12. They said, well, that went off pretty good. They got a lot of headlines. Brett, Yormark went ahead and said some things like, it, you know, it looked great by all, you know, you, 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 again, optics, as we always hear out of the pac 12s, like the optics were good on this event for big, for the big 12. So to me, if I'm looking at that and I'm the SEC, I'm sitting here saying, okay, okay, that was a nice little event you guys put on, but we're the big boys in the room. We're the ones winning the national championships. We're the ones making the difference. Let's go out and let's prove a point. Let's get involved in the state of Texas, Let even more so than just picking up a school, right, or a member institution. Let's go out and have an event there. Let's go out and shake some hands. Let's go out and meet some people. And I think that's really the point of of this move. It absolutely is a shot, shot over the bow of the Big 12. The SEC is saying, hey, that's great that, you know, you guys want to sit here and have multiple head coaches and your 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 deputy commissioner, right, and all these these head honchos in the Big 12 say that, you know, Texas is is running to the SEC because they're not they're they're tired of playing this or doing right, that. Right. Like we heard all about that while we were in Dallas, right? We got multiple comments about that, and that's fine. But I think if you're the SEC, you have to operate like the top dog that you are. It's, you're not chasing the Big 12. The Big 12 is chasing you. And I think that's what this is. This is a power move to say, hey, we're the SEC. We're going to own Texas. Or we're going to do everything in our power to own Texas. And we're going to move our media day there. But I, I, And I, with all due respect to the SEC, because we've had this debate on this mm -hmm. show many times. Yeah, It's not close. The SEC is the big dog in football. There's no question about that. But what this is, I think is it is an endorsement for the state of Texas and the importance of owning that territory, calling it collateral. That's what this is by Greg Sankey. There's, there's just no way to spin that. Having said that, you guys, Texas is Big 12 country, and I, I get it. Austin and College Station, we get it, right? We get it. Texas A&M is irrelevant. 
until Jimbo wins and finds some modicum of success, Texas A&M is irrelevant. Texas is just the opposite. Texas has a chance, a chance to own the state of Texas. I don't believe that it does now. I think it is outflanked. I think it is outnumbered. And the only way it overcomes that is by winning. Mm -hmm. And Steve Sarkeesian has arguably the most talented roster that we have seen in the modern era of Texas football. There are no more excuses. We talked about that in Dallas last week. But my point is, I I truly think that Greg Sankey is feeling a little insecurity in football. I think he sees the momentum the, the inarguable momentum that Brett Yormark and the Big 12 have built. I, I, I don't know how mm-hmm. else to describe what we felt, the, the, the energy, the enthusiasm, the momentum, the enormity of Big 12 football media days last week. There was real excitement from players and coaches and it, everybody talking. I, I had a opportunity to talk to Brett Yormark for five minutes offline on uh, Thursday, I guess it was. And just talking to him, the excitement in his voice. Now, he's a robot. I think we all understand that. He is AI powered. That's the only explanation <laughs> for <laughs> Brett Yormark's demeanor. Yeah, But that machine has real energy to it. And I think if if you're the SEC, and this is this is also by, I think, extension, an issue with the Big Ten because I look at the Big Ten and I see this conference that, while mighty because it makes money, there's no momentum, there's no energy, there's no excitement, there's no there, mm-hmm. there in the Big Ten. Where's where's the excitement? The national championships, well, those are currently in at, at Georgia and in the SEC, right? But there's no excitement around the Big Ten. There's no excitement around the ACC. There certainly is no excitement around the Pac-12. The excitement, the energy, and the enthusiasm, that lies in the Big 12. The momentum lies in the Big 12. Currently, the ATM machine in college football, sure, that's in the Big 10. Not far behind, though, that $100 million, How truly far behind that $100 million is is the Big 12? If the Big 10 doesn't get to operating, and in my opinion, if the Big 10 doesn't expand... I don't see that the Big 12 is that far behind what the Big 10 is making. And I think to bring this full circle, this is why you see the SEC going to the Omni in Dallas because they know what the Big 12 is doing. They see the fact that they are just paving roads to financial security. And I think that makes them insecure. I'm not saying that the Big 12 is ever going to knock off the SEC. That's not going to happen, at least not in the near future anyway. At least not in in the next couple of cycles, I wouldn't think, in realignment. But if you think it's going to be easy to stroll into Dallas and take what belongs to the Big 12, I, I, I think there is a completely different reality coming to the SEC. Yeah, and I think that I I think that the fear or not the fear, but like just the the acknowledgement by the SEC, right? I mean obviously yeah. they're not sitting here saying, hey, oh yeah, the Big 12's doing all this great stuff and that's why we need to be in Dallas for our media days moving forward. But but just your actions are an acknowledgement and a and a tip of the cap, I would say in a sense, 
uh, to what Brett Yormark has done. And I think we need to be really specific about this. Like, you know, on Twitter today, everyone was was raging over over this conversation. Yeah. And, and, and there seems to be some confusion about about the balance between on-field success and making money uh, and business ops. And and when so when we when I say, hey, there was a lot of momentum, it wasn't necessarily that we think that the Big 12 is going to go out and win national championships. Now, that may well happen. You know, who, who the hell knows, right? That that could happen. But I, I think the momentum is on the business side in, in, in understanding, hey, the Big 12's got somebody in the room that operates, that understands, okay, a plus B equals C and C is Mexico city and Rucker park and overseas games and all these huge branding things that are happening, not in 10 years in one, but maybe flying under the radar is the extension that the sec signed, or excuse me, that the big 12 signed with AT&T stadium uh, yeah. through 2031. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're going to have your your championship game there. You're going to have your media days there. Let's also not forget that Big 12 Pro Day is 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 in Dallas. Like, bro, the Big 12 owns Dallas. And, and it's shocking to me. And maybe I make too much out of how strong the SEC is. I, I, I don't know. But it's shocking to me that the six foot blonde with great cans in the room just said, holy cow, I'm really insecure of that that three foot tall child over there. Like, it's it's amazing because if I'm the SEC, everybody else is invisible. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't care. But who's actually operating like the six-foot blonde right now? The Big 12 is. Everybody yes. else is invisible, right? Everybody else is invisible. Am I the only one that took note last week that there was very little talk out of the, the, the Big 12 side of the room about Pac-12 TV deals, Pac-12 expansion? Nobody was having that conversation. Well, what, did, what did Brett lead off with? Right, I think this is one of the things we notice. Brett Yormark rolls out on day one of Big 12 Media Days and says, hey, I need to clarify what yeah. hey, we're open for business means. So so he makes that statement and clarifies that, and then it's just radio silence, right? It's, it's all remarkable. About, it's all about, hey, we're pushing brands, 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 money, money, money. Like, it's all about the conference moving forward. And, and yeah, was there some, in my opinion, where there's some some shots taken by uh, people, you know, lower down the totem pole in the Big 12 in their interview opportunities? Yes, there were. Absolutely, there were. There were some comments made about Texas and Oklahoma and, you know, that whole situation. But the fact Man, is, I, is, is, is I agree, the Big 12 owns Dallas. I am still surprised that Mike Gundy went that far out of his way to wreck Oklahoma. Yeah, right? Like, why? Like, you should be, Mike, dude... You should be more concerned with not not losing so much. You got to win right? games. Like, you might want to win games. You might want to actually like move yeah. the brand forward. I love Mike Gundy. I the guy's a legend. There's no doubt, dude. When Mike Gundy's walking around that place last week, dude, the guy the guy is just has this energy about gravitational. Him. Yeah, and it, so it's awesome. But dude, you got to win. And you can't. I don't know. I it it always surprises me. In these situations, because I think those who speak loudest show their insecurity. Hell, we've talked about this in yes. the Pac-12, yeah. right? So, uh, again, I, I and that's why it popped into my head. The SEC going to Dallas for football media days next year, and I see all the people tweeting at me saying, well, it rotates, and you don't rotate media day for the SEC to Dallas. <laughs> well, it's Texas, and... You don't rotate SEC Media Day to Dallas. <laughs> Excellent strategy, sir.
you just don't do that. That 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 is likes to fight guy. Yeah. And there's just no reason to do it. And that's why I bring up Coach Gundy. Like, why are you why are you talking about Bedlam being dead? And it and if you missed it, Mike Gundy, the head coach at Oklahoma State, pretty much blamed this entire thing on Oklahoma. And his president and athletic director feel differently. Mike Gundy is the only one who doesn't want Bedlam. Wonder he, why. Well, because he's had his ass handed, or excuse me, he's had his <laughs> he's he's had his mullet handed to him year after year, mm-hmm. year after year. I probably would not want Bedlam either. I'm a man, and it's it. But Mike Gundy's got to stop talking about Oklahoma now. You be Mike. You pronounced him dead. It, it right. It's over. It it's over. There's no, you, we can keep talking and guessing and surmising. But it's over. And I say that because I think Mike Gundy knows where he is and who he is in the position he's in. He's got to win. Mm-hmm. And I think he'd rather talk about Bedlam than he would talking about how many games he's going to win this year. Yeah. I, I think he would. And as far as Texas goes, that's cool that Texas and they're going to honor Texas and Oklahoma. That's all well and good. You shouldn't do it in Dallas. Yeah. You, sh- you shouldn't. You want to do it somewhere in Texas? I totally understand that. Houstonians love their college football. Yeah. Right? But the problem is that's not poking the Big 12. Going to Houston, and this was the fight on Twitter, and I mean no disrespect to Houstonians or the city of Houston. None whatsoever. A little bit to Rice, but that's a different conversation. My point is... (laughs) Okay. My point is... My point is it has nothing to do with Houston. And I get it. Houston versus Dallas is as passionate a rivalry as we have in this country. But I'm talking about football. And when the SEC goes to Dallas, they're going to Dallas to fight with the Big 12. It's not disrespectful to Lubbock. It's not disrespectful to San Antonio. They've got Victor now, right? Victor's the way. We get it. It's not disrespectful to Victor. Victor's the way. It's not disrespectful to Houston. It's not disrespectful to anybody. It's facts. It's facts. It's sports. It's not real life, right? Joel Osteen, you're fine, dude. With all due respect, you're fine. But I'm talking about Dallas. God bless. I'm talking about Dallas, right? Like, I'm talking about J.R. Ewing, man. I'm talking about fucking Tom Landry. I'm not talking about Houston. I'm not talking about Bum Phillips. I'm not, I'm not talking about the Astrodome. I'm talking about Dallas, the heart and soul of the Big 12. Dallas, Texas. Tarrant County, brah. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm talking about Dallas. That's the home of the Big 12. It's undeniable. It's inarguable. Yeah. This, by the SEC today, is a shot at the Big 12. And if you see it some other way, I'm open to the conversation. Oh, get your facts straight. Yeah, coach, I'm open to the conversation. But I just don't see another reality where and, – and, Maybe it exists, and I, I, like they said, I'm old and I'm dumb and I'm going to die soon. That's what I was told on Twitter today. <laughs> Bro. I'm old, I'm dumb, uh, dumb, I've just got a few more years to stick it out on this earth. Right. Right, I'm old, dumb, dying soon. He is a sick puppy. Houston's not the heart of, of Big 12 country. Not no. yet. Not yet. Because trust me, Dana Holgerson's got plans. Mm-hmm. 
He's got plans. Trust me. Uh, that'd be Dallas. And that's what the SEC is doing. Yeah. All right. Okay. I feel better. Okay. Are we clear on that? Damn it, Skanky. Stop doing, I mean, Sankey, stop doing this. Ruining my show. Uh, big shout out to Corey Erickson, our newest member. Let's go, baby. Strong starts of the week. Way to go. Way to kick us off on, on, a, on a high note. Our newest member to the program, uh, Corey Erickson, appreciate you. What's up, Aaron Wilson? Gifting memberships already today. He's given out two. Appreciate you. Delaric, love you, buddy. He's been a member for four months. Today is his four-month anniversary. Let's go. Corey Erickson, join the members-only content. Okay. Make sure okay. you DM SLC Jake on uh, Instagram because when you join... The uh, when you join the membership at the members only tier, you get into our our uh, Instagram group, which is a lot of debate. Facts. It's excellent debate, in my it, opinion. It, it's fun. It's a fun group. There is no doubt about that. There is no doubt about that. Oh, look, it's contagious. How about my guy B? Whoa, B joining B. the membership. What's up, B? What's up, B? Good to see you again, Corey. Good to see you. Let me put your name on the screen. Appreciate that. Whew. Okay. I think it's time. Dude, I need to get bucked up. I need to get bucked up right now. Before we get to your comments, as always, we remind you that Bucked Up is the official energy provider of the Monty program. Hey, what Monty. were we missing in Dallas last week? Yeah. We were missing the buckshot. Back in the crib, got the buckshot, watermelon. It's, only, it's the best. I mean, you guys know that. Cheers to you, sir. Cheers to you, Monty. Hey, Monty. Now, as I finish out my last 15 minutes on Earth, because I'm old, let me remind you. I cannot believe that guy said that. Now, you only got a little while to live anyway. I'm Shiva, the god of death. Old fart. Uh, I'm 50 years old, man. <laughs> How am I old? Yeah, you're not um, old. And I'm young because of Bucked Up. I love my guys at Bucked Up. I tell you this all the time. It was awesome to come home from Dallas. In Dallas, when we went to Dave's, the steakhouse. Bob's. Bob's. Thank Bob's you. Steak and Chops. Oh, my God. So good. Oh, my. So good. Awesome service. Awesome food. I had the New York strip. I had the mashed potatoes, or I guess they call them the smashed potatoes. Potatoes. Uh, that big dong-sized carrot. Excuse me. What? This is a family program. Stay hard. What do you mean? Program. The, the carrot at Bob's was amazing. Had the carrot cake. Came home. And what did I find out? I had lost two more pounds. Boom. It was it was amazing because know, with reset. bucked up. Yeah, with bucked up. I sleep really well. I have great energy. I love my guys at bucked up, but I miss my buckshot because it gives you that mental lift. It powers you through the second half of your day. It's clean, long-lasting energy. You can count on it. It's only a hundred milligrams of caffeine, quality ingredients that does exactly what they say it's gonna do. In the description of this show below, make sure you find the link to get six free buck shots. Don't take my word for it. I want you to try it on your own. Get six free buck shot samples right now in the description below. Click the link. They'll send it right to your front door for free. By the way, as I tell you all the time, what did I have right before the show started? A buck bar. You're looking at the snickerdoodle, sweetened with dates. So good. But I'm telling you, the dream bar is the best one. Why don't you try them all? Get a free sample pack in the description below on the show. They'll send you a sampler pack right to your front door for free. 
I'm telling you, it is the perfect refuel reward. Whether you are tired and hungry but right before lunch at, say, 10 a.m., maybe you're in that post-breakfast lull, hit a buck, up, a buck bar. Maybe you are ready to go work out, you need a pre-workout meal, hit a buck bar. They're great, great ingredients, and it really is indulgent. I got to tell you, they taste like a candy bar. I love them. Mm-hmm. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code MATI to save 20%. At checkout. All right, let's get your comments in here today. Who was uh, first in today, by the way? I don't know. We already have over a thousand comments, let's go, baby. Today, you guys already over a thousand comments. So I have to go all the way back to the top yes! of the show. And the first, oh, truck stop Gumby's the first one let's in. Let's go, baby. And so, of course, what do we need to have ready to play? Hey, cow turd. Cow turd. Hey, cow turd. Good to see you, C. Kaufman. Kyle A, what's up with you? Truck Stop Gumby says, hope Mr. Two Holes got to go to a strip club after that rough first day in the big Arlington. No smoke. I I wasn't ducking no smoke, man. It wasn't a tough first. Was it a tough first day? I don't know. I mean, I was, I was, you know. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Plummer, what, 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 what? The Pac-12 has a massive TB problem. Dang, woo. Coming up in five minutes, we'll tell you all about that. Um, let's see. Whoa. Comment. Um, Kevin Peterson says maybe the PAC 12 ought to hold their media day in San Diego, San Diego. How about my guy B for $2 sec coming to Dallas. Bob's for everybody. Seriously. Dudes. If you have not been to Bob's steaks and chops, Jake had the the ribeye and I'm a strip guy. So Jake went off script and got himself a ribeye. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Outstanding. What were those? You had the fry. You had the potatoes. I can't remember what they call them. They're, they're, oh, skillet potatoes. They call them skillet potatoes Yeah, it's at potato chips yeah. that you dip in whatever. In this, uh, gravy, dude. It's so good. Whatever that gravy is, forget about it. Forget about it. Uh, Shy Bon. Bone. Oh, hey now. Shy Bone. What do you mean? UT and Oklahoma are the heart of Texas. They want to own the state starting Big D. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're the SEC and you want to own Texas, are you starting in Dallas or are you starting in Houston well, or San if, Antonio? <laughs> dude, if you're Jimbo, you're 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 like, dude, where where have you guys been? Why weren't we doing why weren't we in Texas before? Right. Yeah, Jimbo, it's because you don't win enough, bro. That's why. And in A and M, respectfully, is not the brand that Texas is. That's the truth. That's right. Um Fanboy Prime. Says Jake looking to be in a better mood this week. I, I I'll keep it real. I was pissed last week. I was pissed. I did not appreciate some of the answers I was getting about getting guests on the show. Yeah, and then you had a splitting. Um, yeah, and then I had a headache, too. Yeah. Jake had a crazy humidity headache. Yeah, dude, it was not good. Um, yeah, and please, if you're in Texas, you guys be cool. It is so the hot. The humidity, though. I haven't. Dude, two seconds. When I was a kid living in Chicago, that's the last time. I experienced humidity where you walk outside and your sunglasses fog up immediately. Yeah. Wild. Crazy. Jeff Woodworth, uh, two holes in a strip per guy. Yes, see, what he did. So see what he did per. there? See what he did there? He, you two know. holes is a strip per guy. He right. Is. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, giggity, attaboy, Jake. Proud of you for passing on the chicken burrito at the steak. Yeah, you know, I asked him. I was going to say, hey, can you give me a steak burrito? Maybe throw the skillet potatoes look, in the tortilla. Look, for, for a back-to-front guy, I'm really proud of you. I am really proud of you. I am really proud of you as being a back-to-front guy. That is just blasphemy, bro. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. Oh, 
<laughs> oh my God. J.K. Marshall says ribeyes rule. Tanner, Jake didn't get a chicken burrito in Arlington. Nah, bro. Nope. No, we had wings and like that was the thing. Like we're we're I hate eating well. It's not fun. Yeah. Let's see. We had wings and wings and a steak. That was yeah. our official whole meal. <laughs> And by the way, shout out to the Big 12 for good food. Yeah. I had that little Southwest salad they had on the spread. Oh, the spread they had was outstanding, oh my God. dude. Outstanding. We the only dessert I think we had there was the uh was the carrot cake. I want my box. credit though. I want my credit. Day two of Big Twelve Media Days, they had some mac and cheese they rolled up. I didn't have it. We any. didn't have it. I didn't have we any. We did have the mac and cheese at Bob's though. Don't get the hollop. That was the yeah. one thing that was that's the only side I didn't like. It was kind of mid, dude. You know. Saul Goodman says, roll Todd. We like it. Roll Todd. Black Rain. The big isn't, what did you say? Try to catch the big two. They want number three. Also, the Big 12 fans watch Big 12. It doesn't matter if the SEC has media days on Dallas. Jerry World is Dallas, a.k.a. Cowboy Country. It is. You're not wrong about, about that. Corey Erickson, what's up? Not much faith that it will happen, but continue hoping that Utah makes a move to leave. Well, and let's get in. Let's get into the, the this situation with the Pac-12 because, dude, I, I don't know how many people, and I'm assuming on this show because we just don't talk a lot of MLS. I don't know how many people saw what happened um, with Apple TV and Lionel Messi's introduction <coughs> in Miami. Yeah, it is inarguably. There's that word again. By the way, uh, inarguably, <laughs> Lionel Messi coming to MLS is the biggest thing that's ever happened to soccer in the CONCACAF region, certainly in the United States, absolutely in MLS. This is bigger than Beckham. It, I mean, it doesn't, it, it's not close. Way Lionel, bigger than Gareth Bale. Yeah, Lionel Messi brings an army of eyeballs. So they have him out for Inter Milan, or Inter Miami, excuse me, Inter Miami. They introduce him, and the picture looks amazing. It's beautiful. David Beckham's there. He's beautiful. Lionel Messi's there. He's really small. You know. It's everything you expected. Oh, that's right, and then the audio went out, and um, it sounded terrible, um, and you couldn't hear anything um, on Apple TV. And again, I just say, how? How did this happen? Because it's garbage. Your biggest moment in the history of, of soccer, certainly in North America, certainly in the history of MLS, and you have audio issues. And I go back to that's the first thing I thought of was in the Pac-12 is supposed to trust you? Because it's garbage. Nobody's watching MLS. You finally get a bunch of people to watch MLS. Look at my Twitter. How many people said I'm there because Messi's there, right? Like a ton of people. You finally get people to watch MLS on Apple TV. You finally have that moment where you can make money on MLS on Apple TV. And you took a dump on your audio mixer and it ruined the entire thing. It ruined the entire thing. And so I say to you, should the Pac-12 trust Apple TV? Because there's a lot of people who believe the Pac-12 is going to wind up in some form or fashion in bed with Apple TV. And I will maintain what I have said since the fall. This should be an Amazon Prime Sports deal. Because Apple TV, 
I don't believe is ready for prime time. I don't believe that Apple TV can be counted on 365 days a year to get the broadcast right. Like the Pac-12 needs. They need daily content, daily news shows, daily programming, football, basketball, badminton, lacrosse, hockey, whatever. You need it all. And I'm supposed to believe that Apple TV, who absolutely ruined the biggest event in the history of MLS, is competent and capable of handling this. Obviously not. And I, I, I again just say, and this is why you're the Pac-12. This is why you're the Pac-12. You still don't have a TV deal after a year. You have no positive momentum. You quite literally are backsliding on a minute-to-minute basis. Um... And now one of your supposed TV partners at Apple TV absolutely fell apart in the biggest moment in North American soccer history. Oh, by the way, this doesn't even begin to scratch the surface on the implications of the ACC's deal with CW. The CW stepped in for Bally's TV and Raycom and will now broadcast 13 ACC football games this year. Let me get this right. The conference that has a 57,000 year long grant of rights just got a new TV deal and you still don't have one in the Pac-12. This is head scratching. And I understand it's not redoing a grant of rights and it's a different situation. Negotiations are different. Had to have somebody pick up those games. The ACC just beats you to see the, the, the CW. Pack 10. Which is unbelievable to me. And so, Jake, I ask you, if you're the Pac-12, should you trust Apple TV? Yeah, well, the problem is I don't think you have a choice. No, you shouldn't, but I don't think you have a choice. I don't think you're in any kind of position to sit here and say, well, yeah, you know, because you guys went ahead and messed up your, your you know, you went ahead and messed up the only thing that you're really responsible for when it comes to live sports. Yeah, we're not going to trust you because, you know, we've got exactly nobody behind you. That's the problem. They have to trust Apple TV, right? It's not up to them because Apple TV is really the only secondary option. By the way, the CW is really was really the main the main option here. And so now they go and pick up the ACC opportunity and it leaves the Pac-12 sitting here once again on their hands with nowhere to go. So yeah. that's why I say, should they trust Apple? No, hell no. Absolutely not. It's embarrassing what Apple did over the weekend. Do you have a choice? Also, hell no. You don't have a choice. You have to go this route. So again, I sit here and I ask the people saying, you know, oh, hey, the Pac-12 is getting 35 a year. They're getting 34 a year. They're getting more than the Big 12. Everything's going to be fine. Where is the money going to come from? Because ESPN's not coming off of their offering. Yeah, like, I, I think I, that's a really interesting point. Where is the money going to come from? What, like, who? Like, where are you going to get it from? Because I agree. I'd be all in on Amazon if I was the pack, but Amazon's not all in on the pack. Well, That's and, the problem. And the issue becomes, again, the great radio wizard of the Northwest over the weekend um. writing about how, oh, my God, the Pac-12 is, they're just struggling because ESPN's going through this business reshuffling. And um. as soon as that's over, there's going to be a $8 million, billion, quadrillion dollar deal announced. And 
you know, this will be the greatest TV deal since sliced cable cords. Oh, what are you talking it's about, It's going to be awesome, bro. And it's like, okay, so if we're supposed to believe the great radio wizard sources. Now, all of a sudden, somebody, and again, I love the somebody on the, the you know, executive board, the board of directors. So you mean one of the three presidents, <coughs> Kurtzschild, <coughs> is telling you, Oh, we're going to get a deal at ESPN, you know. But optics. Optics. Because we all remember Kurt Schultz, right? We all remember good old Kurt Schultz. You know, if if the optics weren't bad, you know, and and if if we, God, oh, man, Pat McAfee, I don't know what that means. Why is it dragged on so long? I think it's just the environment. It's the uncertainty in the economy, uh, the layoffs in the tech sector and other places. I mean, Look at the major media companies have almost all laid off people and so have some of the major players in the tech sector. And, you know, I know at least one of the partners we were talking to said, already assigned today with the optics of us announcing that we're laying off X number of people. And we signed, you know, this multi-million dollar deal with the Pac-12 are just simply not the best. So we're going to have to wait. Oh, the optics aren't the best. Oh, okay. So let me get this right. Radio Wizard in the Northwest writes that, hey, I was told by somebody on the, the, the board of directors, which is Kurt Schultz or, you know, Stanford, Arizona, or Kurt Schultz at Washington State, that the timing's just not right for ESPN. But as soon as it is, and there's no rush, hey, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> dude, the conference dude. is burning down, but there's dude. no rush, dude. Come on. Dude, that's a campfire. The house is not fire. I set a campfire in the back. Go make some marshmallows. What are you, must? Relax. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. What? Yeah, so uh, Colorado's ready to pull the ripcord. Oh, dude. You're so fucked. That's not, they're, they're going skydiving. They were checking their ripcord for the parachute. My fucking ass. Everybody's got an excuse. Mm -hmm. The idea that ESPN's not spending money right now is ridiculous. They just did the SEC deal. They just did the Pat McAfee but layoffs. They just did the Pat McAfee deal for $150 million. But layoffs. We get it. The optics are bad. Bob Iger talking about selling ESPN. No, by the that's, way, by that's the not way. what he said. Hey, didn't they just spend more money on Bob Iger? Anybody <laughs> Two more see years. that? Right, Two just more extended years. Bob Iger, and everyone wants to say, oh, ESPN's dying, and the Pac-12 is going to get it once ESPN figures it out. Nothing's changed. The direction of ESPN <laughs> in their current strategy is not going to change, because if I, it was, you wouldn't have extended Bob Iger. It's, it's remarkable to me. We can spin this all day long. ESPN and Bob Iger never, ever did Bob Iger say he's selling ESPN. Yeah. He said he's looking to sell a minority share into ESPN, right? Like he's not, and understand what that means. Yeah. Disney will not lose control. Now, are they going to sell their ABT, ABC stations? Certainly they could do that. Are they going to sell ABC? Sure, great. Find me the place where he said, yep, ESPN's for sale. We want to sell it lock, stock, and barrel. Because if he'd have said that, it'd have been gone already. Right, so all of these people are like, "Oh man, once the sale of ESPN goes through, the Pac-12 is going to be floating cash." Yeah, take it. See ya. By the way, and I know you're the radio wizard in the Northwest, but do you really think these deals go through in like 15 minutes? 
Do you know how long it would take to get approval for Disney to spin off? And let everybody in the Pac-12 is saying, oh, wow, it's, it's, it's Apple TV. Apple's buying ESPN, bro. All kinds of money. Do you... Now, the market, look at the market cap at Apple. It's, what is it, th- trillions of dollars. You really think that's going through in like a couple of weeks? If that deal was uh, agreed to today, do you really think regulators would have that deal done before the 1st of January? Uh, they would not. They would not. I'm telling you, if you're waiting for ESPN to be sold, which is uh, absolutely not happening, you're never getting a TV deal. If you believe that the layoffs and the business restructuring is why the Pac-12 doesn't have a TV deal, you're completely wrong. That's just the people we talk to at ESPN have told us from the jump, $90 million, that's what we are willing to invest in the Pac-12. It's a three to five year deal, max, and they'd like it to be three. They're not spending yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars a year. It's not happening. So this idea that all of a sudden, oh my God, the Pac-12, oh man, $50 trillion a year deal. (laughs) Come on. If that, and again, I just ask you, and let's say ESPN's in and you pick the number, let's say $35 million per school per per year. Because it's got to surpass the Big 12's deal. Hey bro, (laughs) Pac-12's getting more on the Big 12. All right, cool. Let's call it $50 million a year because that's originally what, what, the cock was selling, right? Klyovkov was selling $50 million a year. All the radio stations, the flagship sports talk stations of all these Pac-12 teams, from Seattle and the Radio Wizard in Portland and Salt Lake City and Boulder, all of them are pushing $50 million a year. Hmm. Let's say, hey, we're going to give you $50 million a year. Do you think waiting... Do you think waiting another six months is going to make cutting a check to the PAC 12 for $500 million for the next five years, $2.5 billion or whatever that would be. I believe, do you really think that that's going to be, you know, better optics because of layoffs or reshuffling? If you did that September 1st, that's better optics. That's better business reshuffling. No, it's not. Because that deal's not coming. Yeah, that de- There's no $350 million deal from a single entity coming. That's not happening, dudes. And I keep trying to tell people, everybody's like, oh, I on TV. Dude, if it happens at I on TV, I, I, I would be stunned. I will, I will cut tomatoes in half if that happens. If, I don't know. It's all I could come up with. <laughs> If it happens, <laughs> I'll never eat Bob's jalapeno mac and cheese again. It's internal. Um, <laughs> if, if the Pac-12 gets a $350 million deal from a single source, I'll be stunned. Yeah. I'll be stunned. Yeah, I just don't think it makes sense. And, if, and, and again, you look at the marketplace, and there's not a single one out there that's, you know, that's, that is A, interested, or B, uh, willing. I, I mean, again, I, I think it's so I, important to point out the verbiage around this because I think this is something that's been widely reported. And, and this is kind of what I always say when people send me tweets from, you know, guys on Twitter or whatever who are reporting things like every day. Notice the verbiage, right? It's not like it's new verbiage. It's not new to say, oh, well, it's going to be mostly linear and uh, a little bit of streaming. 
Wow, bro. Reinventing the wheel, bro. Rocket science, right? Like, no, it's that's what we've been reporting for forever on this. So the point is, is that ESPN is only willing to invest a certain amount, right? Because the product, if you take your emotion out of it and take away the football and, and the fact that this is sports we're talking about, if this was a phone, nobody would care about this. Nobody right? Would if care. this was like a, a stagnant product, Nobody would care about this, but that's how the ESPNs of the world have to look at what they spend their money on. The SEC, why did they invest in the SEC? Because they will get return on that investment, and I would guess that's probably three or four times every dollar they spend or they wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I, I just um, I am always flummoxed by it. I am always amazed by it. Uh, let's get your comments in here. Uh, Connor Cole uh gives us $5 to say, as a Cincy fan, y'all been talking to coach. Um, do you feel any better about Cincy since y'all hate on them so much? Well, Cincinnati. But again, is it hating on them or are we truth telling? And Scott Satterfield was a lovely interview. It's on the channel. Please go watch it if yeah. you haven't seen it. I think he is a very good head coach. I, we, I asked him specifically about Appy State because of his success there, what he was able to do there. But the bottom line is, he does not have talent on the roster. And if you watch that interview with Scott, he, he essentially said that. Like, the, the, the struggle is they're not deep, and they are right now not talented. Yeah, They have dudes that play football at Cincinnati, but right now you're, you're at the bottom of the hill, and you got to make that climb. And, dude, that's like a three- to five-year climb. Yeah. And what did Scott Satterfield tell me? This is going to take patience. Time and patience is what's required to build this roster into the Big 12. Thanks. It's not that I'm a hater of Cincinnati, and because I'm truly not. And I uh, listen, Bearcat fans, I hope you hear me on this. I'm not being a hater of Cincinnati. My biggest issue on the field is it's a climb. You're not talented. I've said that for how long? And then Scott Satterfield sat in our set at AT&T Stadium and said the exact same thing. Because that's the reality of it. Will they get there? Yeah, I, I'm a big believer in Scott. I, I I am. But it takes time. And as far as the market goes, I don't believe that Cincinnati as a market is do or die for the Big 12. I think it is, it is a good extension. I think it is a nice bridge to the East Coast. Mm -hmm. I think you got to get UConn. I think you need to go in you, you, West Virginia – who dodged all questions because, well, they didn't really do interviews at <laughs> Big 12 Media Day. Mm -hmm. But West Virginia is kind of out on an island. So if you can add, if you can add the Yukons, all of a sudden Cincinnati to, to, to Connecticut to West Virginia doesn't seem like that big of a, a, a hike, right? And you've got UCF in Florida. Like you're, you're starting to build some reach. Yeah. Clearly a priority for Brett. Brett Yormark talked about Rucker Park a lot. The conference talked about the East Coast a lot, right? So I just think it's a, it's a good piece of geography. I don't believe that Cincinnati brings you massive reach. I don't think it brings you massive eyeballs. I don't. I, I, I am so high on Houston because Houston's a quality program. Daniel Holgerson has talent on that roster right now. Right now, dude. Houston can compete in this league. And it's Houston. It's a massive metropolitan area 
with a ton of reach and a ton of eyeballs. Yeah. Texas, not to be redundant, but Texas is Big 12 country. Texas owns uh, is owned by the Big 12, in my opinion. Even with UT in the SEC. I, I will again say, all due respect to AM fans, you're irrelevant. You're invisible. I, I, you're invisible. Yeah. Until he wins something, Texas A&M is invisible. And I'm not a believer in Jimbo, but you owe him so much money. Until they win something at A&M, they're irrelevant. Let's be honest about the landscape of the Big 12. It is their, their Texas brands. I think BYU is a huge ad for reach. I truly do. I think Utah needs to be another team in the Big 12. And I think you've got to find something on the other side of the Rockies. Yep. I think I absolutely think Colorado. Colorado's a great ad. You need something on the other side of the Rockies, man. Gonzaga. I, Gonzaga's one. Oregon State's another one. Arizona, Arizona State. Those are like you got to have something. Y'all know the names. Yeah, you got to have something. So I'm not down on Cincinnati. I'm not a hater on Cincinnati. I. What do we always say about this show? And, and I think we try to be really honest with you guys. And I think we've, we've talked about this. This show is the truth in sports talk. When you want the truth about your team or a particular subject, come and ask us for it. Because you're going to get it. Yeah. And it's, it's this SEC me- football media days to, to Dallas thing. The truth is, when you want football in Texas, you go to Dallas. But the other truth is, the SEC... I don't believe has the balls to unseat the Big 12 in, in Dallas or in the state of Texas. Even with even with the 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 Longhorns. Yeah. If if Texas wins this year and I'm a buyer. I am absolutely a buyer. Talking to those dudes, listening to those dudes, I am a buyer. You see the interviews on our channel, go watch the Texas interviews. If you're not in, you're crazy. Yeah. If you're not in on Houston, you're crazy. If you're not in on UCF, you're crazy. Bottom line, until the University of Texas wins a national championship, Texas belongs to the Big 12. Yep. Period. Yep. And Texas, I mean Dallas. Because Dallas is the heart of Big 12 country. And I know that's going to piss people off. And I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm, I'm, I'm not Hot at all. Guy. I'm not at all. How about a new member on the show? Jerry Gibbons. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Jerry, good to see you. Appreciate you. Danny gives us a $2 super sticker. Thank you for that. Just a rowdy dude from South Carolina. South Carolina. Carolina. Gives us $5. If you are making money line for Oregon and Washington leaving for the Big 12 by 2025, they're never going to be in the Big 12. I, do, I think Oregon and Washington are Big Ten teams. I, the Big Ten or they're chilling in the pack? I would put it at minus 100 because I think it's going to happen. I think, I think the next – if we get to media day and they don't have a TV deal announced. Yeah, you, mean, you mean four days from now? <laughs> if we don't get a deal this week, you can't tell me that Colorado's just hanging out waiting. Because – Again, I'm just going back to the USC Carol Fultz situation. Yeah. And I have asked this and run this by a dozen people that I trust in this business. 
and nobody has argued with me. Am I the only one who thinks putting Bobby Robbins on the, the, the board of directors, which is the three most influential presidents in the Pac-12, you put Robert Robbins, the president in Arizona, who is vocally stated a half dozen times? At least. How much affinity he has for the Big 12. Am I the only one who doesn't think Carol Fult at USC when she was on that board and she basically said, nah, we're, they met in special session to talk about expansion. Carol Fult, over a year ago now. Carol Fult said, nah, we're good, thanks. I don't think we should expand. Not right time for the conference. And what, like 24 seconds later, turned around, signed her deal with the Big Ten and... All of a sudden, we're out of here. Shocked the world when USC and UCLA left. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not learn a damn thing? Cold-blooded, clean, methodical, and thorough. You put Bobby Robbins on the board of directors, and I understand it rotates, and I understand that, you know, hey, I get it. President Kose at Washington rotated out after her term. You put Bobby Robbins in there? I don't give a shit if it was his turn. Put somebody else. Put anybody else. Just not the Chancellor of Colorado. You are what you are. Right? Like, put Michael Crow back on there. I don't care who you put. Put my mom on there. Who cares? <laughs> Have a special session to unseat Bobby, bro. I would say put me, but according to, you know, Houston fans, I'm going to be dead in 15 minutes. And I'm a Mormon, so I'm, you know. Yeah. But my point is, put Bobby Robbins on the board of directors, dude. And then his football coach, Jed Fish, is like, yeah, we're going to be somewhere. Not sure where. Hey, doesn't that sound like San Diego State? Back 10. Like, this is wild, wild, wild to me. Um. And as far as Washington and Oregon, I think they're going to the Big Ten. It's Big if, Ten or nothing, dude. If they're changing conferences, unless the conference completely collapses, which I still don't think it will, they're, they're going to the Big Ten. B for $5 says, quote, unquote, sources tell me that the she hit the fan on the 25th CU Pac-12. Well, there's a lot of people who believe. I mean, just imagine the prospect, dude. You're rolling up to your media day. And by the way, it's day, not days, right? Like, let's be clear. Yeah. You're rolling up to your media day, by the way, in a hotel, which was pointed out to me numerous times after talking to folks in athletic departments last week at Big 12 Media Days. Hey, yeah, how literally I got asked like four or five times trying to get people on the show. They're like, yeah, man, isn't this great? We're at Jerry World. Like, this is really cool to be having our, our, like, everyone was pumped on that. So then you get the Pac-12 going to a hotel in a ballroom to do their media day. And it's going to feel dead. And it's going to be dark. In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. And and my only question is, what's the over-under on the amount of time it takes for somebody to ask Georgie Poo about the media deal? Because you know that's going to happen. Does George Klyovkov address the media deal situation in his opening statement? He better. I mean, he must. Does he? At, like, yeah. He must. It, How do you it's, not? It's wild, dude. It is, it is absolutely wild. Uh, by the way, uh, rowdy dude from South Carolina said I meant the Big Ten. Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten, I would put it. I mean, it's a pretty good chance it's going to have. Two, 250 is fine. Yeah. 250 is fine. I, I mean, I, I, I don't think 
and this is just me, I don't think that you are going to have situations where there's a lot of people talking about how Oregon and Washington have to pay their way in. Why would Oregon and Washington have to pay their way in? Again, I believe this is Radio Wizard in the Northwest who said this, that Oregon and Washington would have to pay for entry fees because he's also the one that said SMU is willing to pay $70 million to join the Pac-12 <laughs> to pay off the Comcast on, debt, and that's why you would want at- – what are we doing? Come on, guy. I don't believe in, by any circumstance that you would have a situation. Yeah where you would have Oregon and Washington paying their way in. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe that I don't believe that's a situation at all. Yeah. I I truly don't. I just it's just crazy to me. Like this this SEC thing in Dallas, I think is a big story. I think it's a bigger story than most people made it out to me. Now, of course, nobody wanted to ask the question. Somebody's got to ask the SEC or players, coaches, like somebody's got to say, hey, man, you're going to Dallas to the Omni Hotel. It's not Jerry. Is that you? No, sir. I thought you said the Omni. Hey, I'm sorry, Commissioner. Did you say the Omni Hotel? (laughs) You're going to the Omni Hotel, man. Like that doesn't feel big. And to your point, that's what the Pac-12 is doing in Las Vegas. Yes, bro. They're going where everybody goes. By the way, turn on ESPN on your TV at some point in the next day or two. Notice how dark it is. And I know I keep pointing this out. Jerry World isn't dark, bro. Jerry World is well lit, feels big. like Has feels energy. Like, right? Like, like, I'm telling you, media day slash days in a hotel is a mistake. Well, it's a problem. Look how packed Big 12 Media Days was. Yeah. Like it, it was probably 40 radio stations, every major TV network and sports was there, Sirius was there. And I know they're partners and but ESPN's there, all the biggest ESPN football personalities are there. Yes. Like Fox is there. NFL alumni are there. Yeah. They're announcing like I mean you're going to a ballroom in a hotel. Look, why not Allegiant Stadium if you're the Pac-12? Okay, you're tiny. You're not. You're you're tiny. You don't have that kind of media. Do you know how many media from like Oklahoma City? I think had four radio stations Five. there. Five. Five. Five radio stations. All the Dallas stations were. WQAM in Miami was kind of, I mean, they were in the building. They didn't really do anything. But WQAM from Miami was there, man. Yeah. Are are you kidding me? Like, that's the reach that Big 12 Media Days has. How many, will there be 40 radio stations broadcasting live? Like, Sikkim 365 was there. We were there. Mm -hmm. How many radio stations will be at Pac-12 Media Day? I think that is a that is a very very it, it, it's something that I would really pay attention to. Yeah, because I I just think when when you are supposedly it's a Power Five conference, you can't have no radio stations broadcasting live. Will a and this is a legit question? Will a single radio station be broadcasting live from from Pac-12 Media Days? I got to think a few. I got to think Buddy Up North will be there. I hope so. I mean, I would guess you. I would think so. I I don't know. I just think that the big I think the Big Twelve is the 
What's the ticket? The Big 12 is the big swing and D in Dallas. And I want to see what you get in Las Vegas. Why Las Vegas? At least, to, and I think the problem is you can't do it in Los Angeles anymore. It's too awkward. You don't have a footprint there anymore. Oh, but San Diego. Come on. La Jolla. Yeah. It's it's awkward. It, it is, it'd is. be like ordering a calzone without the marinara meatballs. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered, covered in tangy, tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Make sure you download the Papa Murphy's mobile app, you guys, at Calzones. Jake's favorite Bomb. item now at Papa Murphy's Pizza is the Calzone. Dude, and I took your advice. I mean, it's again, it's great advice. I mean, I wish you were the commissioner of the Pac-12. They'd probably be in a better spot at this point, right? Like, hey, get the Calzone, then get the meatballs, do the Calzone, do the meatballs, put the meatballs on top, you're good to go. Bomb, it's, dude. it's amazing. Use the promo code Monty25. To save 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Should I sing it like that? Like every hour or? Ain't no reset. Or you guys don't think I should? Probably not. I probably. Probably not. I probably shouldn't do that. We should just probably tell you that this hour of the show is presented by our good friends at Triday Trading. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Hey, man, I know everybody's talking about the fact that the stock market's back. See the beautiful part about being a day trader? You don't have to worry about the stock market being up or being down. It's always money-making time when you're a day trader, and there's no better place to learn from the elite pros at TridayTrading.com. They want to teach you to be one of the best day traders on the planet. By the way, have we talked about tax write-offs? We better because you get a 30-day trial membership for $10, which is a charitable donation because Tri-Day Trading gives that money to charity, tax write-off, and you get their entire coaching program, their entire process training, their entire algorithm training, like everything you need to know, you get it for a $10 charitable donation. You get a 30-day trial membership, you get into their program, and listen, at the end of that 30 days, if day trading's not for you, get away. $10, tax write-off, you're out. There's no obligation. There's no There's no bill waiting for you at the end of the 30 days. You just simply make a decision. Do you want to continue on and graduate the TridayTrading.com program? Do it. You will, because I, I honestly don't know of a single person from this show that has said no after the trial membership, because you make really good money. Would it help you to make your car payment? times two every month. Hey, do it part-time. Program your trades in the morning, go to work, and all day long the algorithm's making money for you because it's executing trades based on what you program. And they're gonna teach you how to program that. You wanna make three, four, five hundred dollars every single day doing it part-time while you're working your full-time job? Tridaytrading.com. Hey, how about doing it full-time and you make $1,000 a day, $5,000 a week, $20,000 a month, $240,000 a year minimum making that bread. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Get the $10 30-day trial membership. Please make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. We're really trying to support our local businesses. That's what Tridaytrading.com is. 
TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Let me run through some of your uh, comments uh, because you guys have been fantastic today. Uh, Rowdy Dude says, Sankey really loves the free muffins at the Omni. Apparently. It's got to be something he loves at the Omni because if you're just tuning into the show today, maybe you're just getting out of work and you're watching us in the car on the way home, the SEC announced today that they are holding their 2024 Football Media Day at the Omni Hotel in Dallas. <laughs> Excellent strategy, sir. And everybody's shaking their heads. Now they're spinning it as, well, we're celebrating Texas because UT's joining the SEC next year. Don't lie to me. Who believes that? Yeah, that's uh, that's complete crap. So, Jake... Are you so? I'm assuming you're selling what the SEC is saying. Yeah, I mean, I just think that it's it's a. I mean, I give them credit, right? I mean, it's a perfect ploy to get into the state of Texas for your media days. I mean, it's absolutely outstanding as far as like strategy and, and scheming and game playing. Uh, it, it's it's outstanding. You couldn't really do it better, in my opinion. At the same time, you can see right through it in the media. You can tell that this is clearly a strategy of, hey, okay, once once they knew they had locked up Texas and Oklahoma, planning began. Hey, we need to get into Texas, into the state of Texas, yeah. and we need to start operating. And to me, that's where, that's where I say, man, like this is, I think it's a good choice, but the question again, and I know you're buying, I know you're <laughs> buying Texas, but Texas has to win football games, man. You cannot have... This whole thing where it's like, oh, we're celebrating Texas, and so we're going to Dallas for our media days at some hotel, and then Texas is a nine-win team. That's not going to work, dude. Yeah, so by the way, I don't know what all the comments about people's moms are about right now, because <laughs> I see it's like J.K. Marshall's like, your mom says hello. Okay, and I just see, you know, like everybody, I don't know what you're talking about, your mama. Your mother. Um... Let's see. Bill G says uh, downtown Dallas has hotels much better than the Omni, a real head scratcher. That's what I'm saying. That's what we said. Like, it's not like it's some like incredible, like five star top of the line, you know, real secretive access hotel. Like, that's not what this is. Uh, yeah. Saul Goodman says that's because Nick Saban needs recruiting. Apparently. Apparently. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, Christopher Shannon, did A&M joining the conference compel SEC to have media days in Texas? No, it did not. Nope. Okay, we're going to College Station next year. The cow turd. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, T-Duck, you guys were calling four corners to the Big 12. We were? When did we ever say that? Go find it. Yeah, please. When did we ever say that? We have never, not one time, said that we on the show. We have never said, hey, the four corner schools, and everyone likes to do this. Oh, you guys said the four corners. No, what did we say? Don't get it twisted. Yeah. We never said, hey, they're going to the Big 12. What did we discuss? Is it possible? Do they like the opportunity? Would it be good for them? We've discussed all of those things. But you're not going to be able to find a clip on this showgram where we said, "Hey, yep, they're going to the they're going to the Big 12." We've never said that. In fact, the Pac-12 guys get all pissed when we say, "Hey, the conference is staying together," because guess what? They are staying together. In my opinion, I is it going to be all ten? No, probably not. But I don't believe there's a scenario right out of the gate where Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado leave together. Yeah, 
Uh, I just, Come I've on. never believed that was happening. J.K. Marshall says, guys, 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 your mom says hi. Guys, okay. guys, guys, guys. I, that's fine. You are not. <laughs> you know, you know, I don't know, you know. Uh, Zagret Dane, what's up, dude? Where have you been? Uh, Monty's interview with Sataki was epic. Time to push for a coach's show on the Monty program. Amen. <laughs> Let's go. Do it. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Greg Swaim says, T-Duck, your mom disagrees. Oh, boy. Wow. Greg's oh. getting after T-Duck. Here we go. Uh, what are we? Why are we talking about, like, Canzano and Kurtz? And I don't, yeah, why? I don't what, know. What are we doing? Rick here? Olson, Calford has decided to forego PAC Media Day. Who? We, what do you mean? Okay. Uh, construction work. Yeah, BYU coach was incredible. He was really good. Kalani's just, if you guys don't know Kalani Sataki or you're not familiar with him, he is just an elite human being. The guy is just fantastic. Yeah. And I've had the great fortune of covering him for a number of years. And he's just, you just, when you're around guys like that, you feel it. And he has a certain aura about him where he's just a genuinely really caring dude. I asked him about the reason people are talking about this. I asked him about how difficult it is to, to change your staff and to, to fire friends of yours. Yeah. Like really close friends. And he was honest about it. He said it was a very, there have been some very difficult times, some trying times, but we had to do what we had to do. And he said, I think about those coaches and their families and the impact these decisions have on them. And I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly right. Um, let's see. Aaron Wilson says, Kurt's letting Super Chat dictate where his show goes is wild. Oh, is that what he's doing? We, I haven't ever watched his show. I think we... Yeah, I don't know much. He was, I, I believe he was in Dallas. If memory serves, I can't. I can't. There were a there, there were a lot, lot of people, people dude. There. Like there were a lot of people in Dallas. Yeah, it, but I don't. I don't know. All the people we were around were radio people. Yeah, they. Uh, there were no. There were no. Um, just we were the only show that streams on YouTube. I think. Yeah. I mean, Sikkim, Obviously, they do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, they do a whole variety of stuff. But I. I don't. I don't. I think we were the only YouTube only shows there. So I don't know. If he wasn't there, I'm not trying to create problems or call him out. I, I'm not doing that at all. I'm just saying, I, I haven't seen his show. I don't know what he does with his Super Chat. If he's letting his Super Chat dictate the direction of his show, I probably wouldn't do that. I probably wouldn't do that. That's just me. Truck Stop Gumby says, I became a dollar menu air by uh, day trading. Dollar menu. Did you guys see all the old pictures of McDonald's food that they yeah. really McDonald's food used to look far better than it does now. Mm. Used to look far better than it does now. Um, Aaron Wilson says it's nonsense with Big 12 K-State slant. What do you mean it's nonsense? Tell me what you mean by that. Um, let's see. Tanner says if they were uh, celebrating Texas, then why not do it closer to Austin? No idea. Yeah. Right. Like if you were celebrating no idea. Texas, why wouldn't you just do it? On campus. No clue. Not an idea. J.K. Marshall, everybody needs more Whataburger. What I'm see, and we disagree on this. Nah, Whataburger's mid. Some dude. people on this show Five have, guys all day, dude. Have clearly I'm assuming I haven't looked at your tongue recently. Now that's really awkward. But my point is some people on this show have clearly s scraped the taste buds off their tongue because they don't like Whataburger. 
Um, they they don't. Five Guys is better. And I don't want to call anybody out about people who don't like Whataburger. I mean, Five Guys is better. But I love Whataburger. You know. Uh, how much to get Kurtz to caddy for Jake and Monty? Probably he's probably not going to do it. Um, uh, Greg says, I can't ask viewers for money. That's what our sponsors are for. Okay. Well, we're not at. I, it doesn't. It's not how it works, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. Nobody's guy. asking. The, the, the best part is on YouTube, you don't have to ask. You don't like the. I think you know what I mean. Greg, you're a smart guy. Blue Maple says, uh, don't forget about Buck, Bucky. Yeah, Have, Bucky's is it. supposed to be some crazy thing in Texas. Didn't see it. Never saw one. Nope, did not see it. T-Doc, you guys were calling. No, I already read that one. My bad. Uh, Christopher Shannon, did AM joining the conference compel the SEC? No. Why are these all showing up again? I don't know why. Uh, Aaron Wilson says, Greg, you ask me for money all the time. <laughs> don't cap. But all due respect. What is going on on this show, Saul Goodman? That's because Nick Saban needs recruiting. See, all the comments Why are, are they all coming back. Are coming back. Let's let's yeah, can, let's can we, do a, yeah, a refresh. Yeah. Jake likes going to Five Guys. Yeah, dude, Five Guys is Five Guys is better. Honestly, that's our stroking guys. He loves that Five Guys meat, dude. Yeah. You're really playing that drop. What? 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 What's the problem? <laughs> do you guys know who this is? Honestly, that's our stroking guys. Do you guys know? You got to get stroked. Name. <laughs> Stop it. See, you, you, and you say Kurtz gets distracted by the super chat. Look what I have over here. Honestly, like, that's our stroking guys. My own personal super chat. You got to get stroked. <laughs> Name that tune. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, Teddy Wayman. Dude, what's up, fam? Teddy, how are you, dude, bud? Dude, I had a ribeye for you while we were in the Big D. We talked about you. We've got to get you the ribeye yeah, we owe you. Yeah, let's go, bro. We have got to get you the ribeye we owe you. Uh, truck Stop Gumby, five guys, two holes, one destiny. <laughs> got to get stroked. Out of control. Oh. Absolutely out of control. My goodness gracious. Big shout out to our friends at bladehq.com. Bladehq.com was a really great partner to have you guys. And if you have not been to their website, uh, please make sure you get to bladehq.com. They were they were absolutely fantastic um, to work with at Big 12 Football Media Days. They made that trip possible for us. And by now, you've heard me say bladehq.com, the best knives from the best knife makers. And it really doesn't matter what kind of blade you need. If you're a collector, man, they have got unique one-off pieces that I guarantee you don't have. Um, if you're somebody that has a utility and you need a knife for that, right? Hunting, fishing, maybe it's a Leatherman's tool. Maybe it's a specific blade you need for work. They've got them. Maybe you're a hunter. Maybe you're an outdoorsman or a survivalist. They've got your gear, your batons, your flashlights, your lanterns, your clothing, you name it. They've got it. All your survival gear, all your outdoorsmen, all your hunting equipment, bladehq.com. Again, I love these guys. They started as a small local business, but you know why they blew up? Because at bladehq.com, their website is phenomenal. They built it in-house. From the platform it's on, the way it looks visually, the way that you're able to interact with it, it is all designed for the customer experience. So it's easy, efficient, and quick at bladehq.com. By the way, when you're at bladehq.com, 
Make sure that you shop their daily deals. Their website is always stocked with great daily deals because they have over 15,000 knives in stock at any one time, ready to ship right to your front door. BladeHQ.com, please, when you shop uh, or stop by their website, make sure you hit them on social media. They're on Twitter, Instagram as well. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, T-Duck says Mountain West will take San Diego State back. I'm waiting for confirmation. We've talked to them um, multiple times. We are trying to we are trying to understand what their philosophy is. There's been a lot of questions about um, yeah, the right way to go about this San Diego State situation. Yeah, because I think there's a right way and a wrong way. By the way, the Mountain West is meeting today. Um, you know, it is it is one of those things where. I don't think anybody truly knows the temperature of the water in the Mountain West. And I think when we sit here and we talk about what's going on in the Pac-12, I think when you hear about these these meetings, the presidents in the Mountain West are all meeting today to make a decision. Everybody but San Diego State Mm -hmm. on what's going on and how they should proceed. I don't think there's any doubt that San Diego State will be in the Mountain West. The question is not whether they will be. How much will it cost them to remain there? I think that's the biggest question. Because San Diego State, I think, was feeling themselves a little too much. And if you don't know the story, San Diego State writes a letter, and we've shown it to you on this show multiple times. Right. San Diego State writes this letter to the Mountain West. And they say, hey, uh, dear Mountain West Conference and all members. Now, why is that opening line important? Well, in the treaty and the bylaws and in the rules of their grant of rights at the Mountain West, you must write a letter to all the members and the commissioner. So, dear Mountain West Conference and all the members, if you want to leave, you got to write a, mem- a letter to all the members and the commissioner. And look at the opening paragraph. As shared with Commissioner Navarez at our June 2023 Board of Directors meeting, this letter is to formally notice that San Diego State intends to resign from the Mountain West Conference effective June 30th, 2024. Then if you you go down a little bit, San Diego State is honored to have been a founding member of the Mountain West for 25 years. We wish to transition in a manner that is fair and equitable to all involved. Now, why do you give a rat's ass about this? Because San Diego State says they didn't withdraw from the conference. And the dispute comes in because Mountain West Conference said, yeah, you did. We have it in writing. Oh, by the way, we're withholding six million dollars of your money and now you owe us or you were withholding nine million dollars and you owe us six more or something to that effect i can't remember off the top of my head Mm -hmm. but you owe us 17 million dollars and we are withholding millions of dollars in payments to you and the question is how much of a penalty is is san diego state going to have to 
pay to get in, get back into the good graces of the conference. Well, I think, you know, just, just seeing what people's opinions on this are, I think a lot of people think that, you know, the, the Mountain West wants to call it good. That's kind of the, I would agree. That's kind of the opinion that agree. the Mountain West wants to just kind of get this worked out and smooth it over. And, you know, and if they can agree to it, the uh, San Diego state would have two years of commitment left in the conference. So, you know, you figure, okay, let's just presume that, that's true. Okay, this all goes away. Everyone gets their money right, and we're we're all riding off into the sunset. But I think, and we've had Gloria on the show, Gloria Navarez, Commissioner yeah. of the Mountain West. I think, and this is just my opinion, haven't been told this, but I think Gloria is not silly. She is not stupid, and I think she recognizes an opportunity uh, when one presents itself. And I do think that Gloria... Uh, is going to have a serious conversation about, hey, San Diego State should at least have to pay some sort of fee for wasting our time. Whether that's a million bucks, two million bucks, whatever the case may be, I don't think that you can just let San Diego State come right back into the conference without some sort of financial penalty. Because what kind of message does that send to the rest? How many times have we heard about the Boise States of the world getting into the pack or getting in here, getting in there? Well, yeah. if you just let San Diego State back into the conference with no no repercussions, why wouldn't uh, 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 another school that has opportunity to upgrade to a P5, why wouldn't they just write a letter? That's then, what and, I'm and, saying. And, and then a week later say, oh, we didn't, we, didn't, what? we didn't give notice. We were just practicing using our pens and our email machines. We were pretending. And so my point is, is like, if? I think, and again, this is where I think you know, we've seen this in the Pac-12 a bit. When when you start letting people just kind of walk all over you, because I think that's what this would look like if they allow San Diego State yes. back in, Yes. that's going to hurt your reputation nationally. And I know, I know, Mountain West is a group of five conference. Totally get it. We're not talking P5s here. But I still think it matters when you think about, hey, if the Pac-12, if the Pac-12 melts down and there's huge realignment in college football, if you're Washington State, I, what do you think of the Mountain West if they just allow San Diego State back in or if they penalize yep. them? Like, that's why this matters. Yep, I agree. Uh, Rowdy Dude gives us $2 to say if Oregon State goes 11-2, and two, do they get a Big 12 invite? I, I don't think it has anything to do with on-field performance. Yeah. I mean, everybody in in our sourcing circle has been adamant that on-field production is well towards the bottom of the list. I mean, in the Big 12, it is reach. It is, and I, I truly think if you're in the Pac-12, you, you're going to get in. You, I think you are going to have to offer reach. You're going to have to offer something they don't have already. Yep. You're, they, it, it's it's the, the oldest sales tactic in the world, value proposition. What's your value proposition? Oregon State offers you the Pacific time zone. They offer you a powerhouse football program. They offer you brand new facilities. Do they offer you more than Gonzaga? No, because I think the value proposition um, in Spokane is basketball powerhouse that makes you lots of money. And they're cheap. You know, like it is, it is to me, and this again is just me, I think Gonzaga comes cheaper. It keeps more money in the coffers of the conference and the other members. But I also look at a situation like UConn. UConn's got to build a football stadium on their campus. I think the Big 12 would really like to add UConn. I don't think there's a single president in the Big 12 who wants to subsidize UConn football. Yeah. 
They have a bad stadium set up that's off campus and not close, and, and they don't win good. games. And they don't win games. And that's where like, on-field performance comes in. Yeah. Because if you're Arizona, there's no question. It, it's Yeah, Arizona wants to join us? Absolutely. Arizona State? Absolutely. Fire Ray Anderson? Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Like, yes. Colorado Prime? Yes. Add Colorado. Utah? Yes. Oregon State? Well, let's talk about that for a minute. UConn? Well, not so fast. Love the basketball. But I think football. the thing, dude, the thing with Oregon State that I think help, helps them, obviously the time zone, but I don't even think that's the biggest thing. I think that in the Pac-12, if I'm Brett Yormark and I'm looking at Pac-12 schools, Arizona being the exception because they have a good basketball program. Most of the Pac-12 schools are not good in basketball. And so I look at an Oregon State and I say, you know what, dude, Pacific time zone uh, would compete right now in football, uh, has new facilities, but most importantly, as just them alone, excluding the Pac-12, just as an institution, clearly they do business well. Right, because you wouldn't be renovating facilities and doing all these great things with uh, the media rights deal situation taking place. Like you wouldn't be spending all that bread. So to you me, wouldn't. there's a there's a certain confidence in their in their uh, administrative office that they're going to be fine financially one way or the other. So if I'm Brett, I would be excited about Oregon State. But again, that's a philosophical thing. Yeah, that'll certainly be interesting. J.K. Marshall says Bob Huggins is still wondering if. Uh, he's still the West Virginia coach or not, dude. Again, that situation's I, I, tough. I, I, I'm, only, I'm just going to keep saying it. West Virginia did three interviews the in, over the course of two days. And I get it. They were only there one day. I'm telling you right now, there were other institutions uh, from the Big 12, including ones that just joined the conference, that were there both days. That had representation, doing interviews, or at a minimum, walking around talking we're to people. We're out marketing themselves to come on your show. Yes. So... I don't give a rat's ass what you think about West Virginia on the field right now. That's a school that doesn't want to talk. And if they do talk, it's going to be in a protected fashion because they don't want to talk about Bob. They don't want to talk about that garbage football program right now. And they don't want to talk about realignment and the fact that they're probably going to get their face kicked in by one of these new teams. That's what they don't want to talk yeah, about. And I don't think they want to talk about firing their coach. Yeah. Not yeah. him, I guess. Aaron Wilson gives us two dollars. Say, Monty, salty drunk is big mad because no NBA talk yet. That's my dude, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, we're not salty even at drunk's my guy, yet, bro. Salty drunk's not mad about basketball talk. Yeah, he knows the he, salty drunk's been here before. Just about everybody else on this show. Dude knows the schedule, man. Hero seventy five. If I was the Mountain West, I would let San Diego State back in the conference, but triple the exit cost if they leave within say five years or so. Well, problem is you have a contract. Yeah, that's they okay. already have a contract in place. And they're meeting because they don't have this in writing. You who who's leaving but then decides they want to stay. Well, and if you're the Mountain West, you have San Diego State over a barrel here. You do. So you do. So why is it? And again, again, I think this is the most important point. You've already held their money. So so their money is in your hands, quite literally. You're saying, okay, here's a pile of money in my hand that was supposed to go to San Diego State, That's but they right. were idiots and did what they did. So now it's just sitting here in my hand. What do I want to do with this? Because I don't, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, feel 100% confident in this. You don't want to burn the bridge with San Diego State. No, you don't. The point is not to, not to stick it to them. But there is a balance between not sticking it to them and making yourself look like an idiot as a commissioner and as a conference. So that's why I say I feel like the happy medium is one to two million dollars worth of a fee one to two million dollars 
call it good, let them back in the conference, revisit the topic in probably a year's time because they've only got two years left. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I, I just – San Diego State – and I know I say this all the time and you guys tell me I'm, I'm out of my mind, but San Diego State's better than this, dude. And I did a short last week, and I, the line still holds. San Diego State, you're better than this, so please be better than this. Because the Mountain West, San Diego State's out here trying to victimize the Mountain West, in my opinion, and there's just no reason for it. And, yeah. I, and again, another Mr. You know, like Radio Wizard in the Northwest trying to, say, trying to say that Gloria's just trying to put on a front and come off looking like a hard ass. I think she's trying to do best by her, her constituents, which is exactly her job. Hold on. Gloria's trying to put on a front and look like a hard ass? If she's doing that, then what did San Diego State do? What has the Pac-12 been doing the whole time? Yeah. yeah it, it's like, crazy to me. It's crazy to me that we continue to have to play this game where we say to ourselves, hey, man, you know, Gloria, she's the problem. No, <laughs> Fucking San Diego State wrote a resignation letter. There's no way to spin that. And it, it goes back much further than that when you have your athletic director dropping a bomb on Seth Davis at the athletic and what I still maintain, in my opinion, was a hit piece saying, well, we're going to be somewhere. I don't know if it's a Big 12 or the Pac-12, but we're going to be somewhere. And then let's also not forget the brilliance of your president, Adela Della Torre, saying, well, hey, you know, we, we need the pro rata that we deserve. <laughs> tell me you don't know what pro rata is and tell me that you don't know how TV contract works. Come on. Without dude. telling me you don't know what those things are and how they work. Come on. That's what San Diego State did. And then they got presumptuous and got over their skis and wrote a resignation letter. And who knew? I know this is crazy and it's just Gloria trying to be a hard ass. But who knew she took you seriously when you put it in writing to her and all the, the the presidents in the league? And you said you were leaving. You asked for a payment plan on your withdrawal fee that included how much money you made them in the basketball tournament, and you wanted a 30-day deferral to make notice. But Gloria is the one putting on the front. You left the conference. You gave notice per your contract that said you had to give notice in writing, and you did. And the ink now isn't you, dry yet. Now you got embarrassed because you, you got in bed with terrible business people in the Pac-12 and they couldn't execute. Um, so now you're twisting and you're scared you're not going to have a conference a year from now. Well, guess what? You made your bed, now lie in it. Y'all about to fuck this up. And if I'm the Mountain West, I keep the money I've already withheld and I let, I let them go on about their business. I'll take my, and I think it's $6 million dollars. 6.6, .6, I believe, is the exact number. We've they the Mountain West has withheld something like 6.6 .6 million. Yeah, from San Diego State, and in normal payments that would have been earned because San Diego State did not appear to be able to pay their exit fee. I'd hold on to that money. Fine them. Yeah, 6.6 .6 million. Disrespect, conduct unbecoming. Like this isn't free. Got to pay our legal bills. Yep. And then I would let them stay in the conference. And again, I, I think this concept of self-respect is very relevant here. I mean, you can't just let... Like, again, it, it, I, I really believe this. If the Mountain West just lets San Diego State back in, just says, you know what, honey? You went out and did your thing, but come back to me. Please. Please, we love you. bro. We love you, right? Okay, if the Mountain West does that, then are we going to see that type of behavior out east? Are we going to see that type of behavior 
in any P5 situation. Like, like, are we going to see that kind of behavior in the Pac-12? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. I, it sets a precedent. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Salty Drunk says it's not cool to bully people trying to enjoy the show, Aaron. You guys, settle. It's a, we're, Bro, what, we're, who's bowling? We're people? just talking sports, guys. Yeah. What are we doing here? They, we, I don't know why once a month this happens. It's not personal. Like the dude telling me I'm dying soon because I'm old. It's a, you don't know me. I don't hate you. The guy's like, you're not even, you're subhuman. <laughs> never met. I, I'm sorry, sir. Can you define subhuman? Did I, did I get off of a ship? Like we've never met. You guys, it's sports, man. Vorlon Angel, how are you, my guy? Is this the same Aaron Wilson that got fired by the Houston Chronicle? I have no idea. I don't, yeah, I don't know, dude. Aaron says, yes, that's 100% me. Uh, OG Gary, what's up, Gary? Good to see you, bud. Uh, muscle him, Salty. That's right. Muscle up. What is this, the Coliseum, bro? Like, relax. Seriously. Uh, Jeremy Calzone, who's back to Callahan. How do you do? How do you do this? Well, you make them follow you follow through and leave, and then you let them come back with a new contract. It could. Yeah. I, I, I mean, listen, that's a really good point that Jeremy makes. You have a contract right now. Yes. They exited that contract as per the terms of that contract. They're gone. Oh, you want to join the conference? Well, that's going to cost you the $6.6 million. That would be the gangster way to go about it, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with doing that. Here's your grant of rights. Sign it and go on about your business because it's very clear. And you know what, Callahan? I think this is a great point. It's very clear to me that San Diego State's cash-strapped. And yeah. we talked about debt load on Snapdragon and mm -hmm. all this stuff. They wanted a payment plan for $17 million. They're not just floating around in cash. $6.6 .6 million is a kick in the balls, bro. It is a kick in the balls. So I think that's a, that's a really good point. Really good point. Um... Christopher Shannon says, Jet, thank you. Wow, a thank you in the comments section. What are we saying? What are we uh, what are we saying thank you for? Yeah, I don't know. Do we know. have some donations? Jet, did I did I miss your did, did we yes, what happened? What, what, what do we have going on here? I don't always see Jet Wayman yeah. gifted a membership. Let's there go, Jet Wayman. Let's go. go, Teddy. Love you, buddy. Teddy, I had a ribeye for you while we were in Dallas, just so you know. Teddy, the tile king of uh the great state of Utah. Construction work, just leave San Diego State to the curb. They're valuable. San Diego State makes your money in the Mountain West. The other part of this is, hey, let's not kid ourselves. The Mountain West needs San Diego State. They do. I just think it's funny that San Diego State goes, yeah, we want to leave. We're going to send a letter. We're going to exit the conference per the contract. But as part of that exit process, because we're so strapped for money, we need a payment plan. And then when it didn't work out with the Pac-12 and the Pac-12 basically rejected you because they couldn't execute, now you want sympathy for leaving the conference. Yeah, that costs money. And Sympathy's then, never free. And then it almost feels like the expectation is that the Mountain West should give you that sympathy, which yeah. is incredible to me. God, I just I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Oh, man. I saw Brian Kelly on the screen. We have Sports Center out in the... <laughs> like okay they're showing sec media days here go tigers go tigers i hate lsu so much i don't hate lsu i actually just hate brian kelly right good but by the way i was also told on twitter today that i'm a mormon oh when did that happen yeah. dude wow For, somebody forgot to tell my grew up in chicago as a catholic notre dame fan screw you brian kelly yeah screw you
Uh, anyway, speaking of life being amazing, I had no transition to get to the advocates out of that one. <laughs> uh, theadvocates.com, uh, the advocates, the best injury attorneys in the business. And again, I've been telling you for over a week now, the advocates are working with the road home uh, to send homeless kids to school. And you guys, I think, I think you've heard me say this, and I'm going to say it again because I really need you guys to donate. I, if you have it in you, if you have the ability to donate, Please hit the Venmo address on the screen, Advocates Donations. Leave a little note. Just say The Monty Show and send a donation, a dollar, five dollars, a hundred dollars, a million dollars. Think about when you were a kid. Think about your kids, your grandkids going to school without socks, going to school without notebooks, pencils, mm -hmm. pens, the basic equipment. Think about the humility. Think about the bullying. Think about how difficult it is to say, yeah, I I don't, you know, hey, do you, you don't have a backpack? Did you leave it at home? How does a homeless kid answer that? Hey, you don't have a backpack. Do you leave it? Did you leave it at home? When the answer is, I don't have a backpack at all because I don't have anything to put in it and I don't have a home. Think about what that would be like for a fourth, fifth, sixth grader, a high school kid who's got no socks, beat up pants. Like that's what the advocates and the road home are up against. So if you have it in you, if you have a dollar, if you have $5, if you're thinking about giving us a super chat, donate to the advocates instead. Give them $5. And if $5 is what you have, dude, that buys you pencils. That buys you notebooks. That'll buy you a pair of socks. Those things all add up. If 10 of us give $5, and I've already given, if 10 of us give $5, that's 50 bucks. If 10 of us give 50 bucks, that's $500. Think yes. about that. It adds up. And the advocates, the thing about the advocates, I always tell you, we really value you, right? Like you are so vitally important to this show. If your kids were homeless, we would hope that the advocates would be helping you because they're in your community. They're working hard to serve you. So if you have it again, I don't mean to be redundant. Please donate if you can. A dollar, five dollars, a million dollars. You see it on the screen right there. Uh, advocates donations on Venmo. That's the best way to do it. Please put a note in the note section, The Monty Show. Homeless kids, The Monty Show. Whatever we can do, yes, it, it just makes a huge difference. Thank you. Um, because, hey, without you, we wouldn't have a show. Without the advocates, we wouldn't have a show. And I just, man, we talked about it last week, and so many of you reached out to me about how you understood the gravity of that. So if you have a minute, hook it up. I really appreciate it. Let's get your comments in here and donuts. Uh, gives us $10. Always good. Spreading cheer. He says, Monty show Monday golf fun. Got a tournament on Wednesday. By the way, Wednesday, we're going to be doing a morning show. Yeah. Because we have a client golf tournament. And it's going to be, got to do some practice this week. <laughs> Everybody asked me if I've broken 100 yet. I have broken 100. My best score ever is an 81, uh, 79. I'm usually this the last two weeks I've been in the in the low nineties. I've lost my driver. Yeah. That high fade has turned into a hook now. It really into a slice. So got some work to do, but hey, the short game's coming along. If you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, the Monty Show, M O N T Y the Monty Show, you see the short game's working a little bit. The short game's working. That drive on seventeen at Canyons golf course yesterday. Yes. Up in Park City was unbelievable. That was, I Excellent. had, now problem is I left myself, I drove a ball about 300 yards right to the middle of the fairway, a beautiful little eight iron up onto an elevated green, about a 35 foot putt, 
left it about three feet from the hole for Eagle, then put it in on birdie. It was great. So I still have my moments. But, man, if I could break 90 consistently and then – because I don't think I'm far away. I'm telling you, I'm going to Hawaii, uh, and I want you guys to all be accountable for this. I am going to Hawaii November 18th. We're going to Honolulu, and we are going to play three rounds of golf in the week that we're there. By that time, I want to have lost – what would that be? If I, I want to lose 31 more pounds before I go to Hawaii. And I want to break 80 consistently. By the time this season's over, I want to be at 80 consistently on the golf course. Yes, I golf a ton. Probably too much, as Jake would tell you. Jake hates golf. That's not true. Well, over the weekend, he hated golf. But what's the highest score you had this weekend? 107. Ooh. 107. We have work to do. Uh, Darren Ingram at rounds. Darren Ingram at Canyons Golf, please. I'm begging you. Uh, by the way, he gave me his driver. We were at Canyons yesterday. He gave me his driver because I I need to get new shafts on my. I have soft like regular flex, regular flex shafts on my driver. I need super stiff. Like there's a picture on my Instagram of the shaft bending over my back. Yeah. And Darren's like, I can't do it anymore, dude. I can't, he was like, I cannot do it. Take my driver and hit it at the range. Because <laughs> he's got like a PGA Tour stiff driver. Yeah. Like a shaft on his driver. So, yeah, we're going to have to work that out. We're going to have to work that out. But appreciate you guys. Uh, Steven Smith. Oh, no, I missed a super chat from Steven. I'm really sorry. We have a lot of them today. Uh, what, were, what were your overall thoughts and feelings on Big 12 Media Day? Can you guys keep coming to Big uh, 12 Media Days in the future? That's our plan. Uh, we really wanted to be at Pac-12 Media Days this week, uh, Media Day. But yeah, please get it right. They gave us no notice. Like we could, it, for us to go, we're a small shop. I think you guys know this. We have to have time to plan it and sell it and get partnership on it. And the Big Twelve gave us seven weeks, six weeks, or a ton of time. We got like two weeks' notice for Pac-12. Yeah, like that's just—it's not practical for a show of our size. It's not practical. Yeah, so. We would have loved to have been there, but our intention is in the coming years to go to SEC Media Day, to go to Big 12 Media Day, to go to Pac-12 Media Day. Um, but my overall impressions, I was wildly impressed. It, meeting, meeting Brett Yormark in person, he's just a, he is a, he is a machine. He is a, he is a machine. Yeah. He is absolutely a machine. Yep. That's the only way I can say it. Um, Steven says, Mr. Super Chat a while back. Do you think you guys are going back to Big 12 Media Days next year? I'm really sorry, dude, that I missed that. I apologize. We definitely will be going back. There, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Um, let's see. Construction worker says, F your feelings here, man. Okay. Uh, truck stop gummy, Pac-12 Media Luncheon. That's right. That's something, right. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. Corey Erickson was hoping to get your perspective live at Pac-12 Media. They're, they are just disappointing. We wanted to go, but I'm not crying poor. That's It's not a money issue. It's a planning and logistics issue. Yeah. Because the other thing about the Big 12, and you guys probably don't give a shit about this, but it's really important. There's a woman named Joni at the Big 12 who just kicks ass. She called me the day before and confirmed like the the internet connection and 
Like she facilitates the whole thing. She sets it all up. You commit. The people at the Pac-12 are hard to communicate with. The people at the Big 12 make it possible. They, they, they facilitate, like, again, minutia you don't care about. Alpha Graphics printed us a tablecloth. I needed to know, like, within two minutes, what size table. Because I was going to order a 10-foot tablecloth. Turns out the tables were six foot. You know how I know that? I texted Joni. She called me right back. Said, oh, yeah, no problem, Tim. It's six foot. Like, they just make it happen. Yeah. You walk into AT&T Stadium in Tarrant County, Arlington, Tarrant County. Texas. Tarrant County. There's a nice security lady sitting at the table. She hands you a bracelet. And she says, you go through this door right here to the left on the floor. Like, it's, dude, it's a home run event. Yeah. From the food, there's water everywhere. It, I mean, everywhere. Water ice. Like, big containers of water with ice in them. And it, we were there late on first night. They broke that down to get to refresh it for the next day. Gatorade buckets came out. And they had all kinds of water, all kinds of refreshment. It was amazing. The lunch, I thought I was going to wind up with like burgers and hot dogs or something. I didn't even know what kind of food it would be. It was a salad setup with black beans, pico de gallo. Like a Santa Fe salad with with it was amazing. steak, chicken. You could do tacos, like they a had, Mexican spread. Like really good food. Like yeah. you don't usually get good food as, as a member of the media. We had planned to eat before we brought snacks with us, and then we were going out to Bob's after. But, dude, we bumped Bob's back a night because the spread at the Big 12 was perfect. Like, it was really good. Yeah. It just is a – the Pac-12 media days, I've been to just about every one of them. It's always hot. It's not well set up. There's no space to operate, and you get almost no guests. Yeah. It's it, – it, they just – yeah. They do a really good job. They do a really, really good job, in my opinion. So, yeah, construction work. The Pico was amazing. Yes. The Pico was amazing. Mike Maples. What's up, Mapes? Pac-10 signed a deal to move Media Day to the Bunny Ranch. Funny thing is, all of a sudden, our schedule's clear. Yeah, I mean, I I, I mean. On our way know. back from Mammoth, Mrs. Monty, and, or was that South Lake Tahoe? I don't remember when. We drove by the Bunny Ranch, and Jay's like, hey, we going to stop? <laughs> he's like i got an extra fitty you know yeah you know oh my god but just like that oh. we drove by the bunny ranch and we were all like hey that's the bunny ranch hey y'all <laughs> it was weird to drive by it i don't i'm a child it's sex i'm a child what do you want from me boss frog what's up my guy they're coming back steven s they need to visit albert bernietz on the next go around al bernietz on the next Ooh. see boss frog my guy's turning into kind of a food hookup. Yeah. Like, if you need food in Dallas, you need to Dude's reach out to Boss Frog. Dude's got recommendations. Because I got to tell you, Boss, A, thank you for the tip that, that really was perfect because it paid for our meal. The food was unbelievable. The, and I will say this about Bob's Steak and Chops. The service? Incredible. Over the moon. Over the moon. Our... our, our Wait staff person, she was amazing. In a time when you don't get service. Oh, man. Bob, the service at Bob's Steak and Shops, incredible. And everybody's like, oh, you got to go to Terry's Steak Joint. Make sure you get the baked potato, but watch out the foil's a little hot. That's enough of that crap. Like, we get a lot of that. Boss Frog's like, hey, you need to go here and you got to order this. Boom. And it was amazing. 
It was amazing. Amazing. Um, what are you guys doing? Aaron Wilson says, Joe T. Garcia is in Fort Worth for God's sake. <laughs> and the funny thing is I can hear you going like, for God's sake. Like I can- <laughs> Enough of this crap with Bob's. <laughs> Get over yes. Bob's. It's no Joe T. Garcia's. <laughs> right? Uh, OG Gary, Boss Frog's got Texas food on lock. I got the Utah scene on lock. Utah. Utah. What? Well, Red Iguana, dude. Here I am. I'm telling you. Tacos Don Ramon. Uh, Sal Goodman, Pac-12 meetings at the toilet, just like their deal. Easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Mark Hales says, hit the like button. Yeah, we've had about 5,000 uh, views already today and only 170 likes. So if you guys could hit the like button, that would be amazing. Give us a thumbs up. That really helps the channel grow. Uh, just a rowdy dude from Salt Cordana. I lived in Lake Tahoe, and when we went to play baseball down the hill, we would stop by the bunny ranches afterwards. Okay. Mm. Ain't no judgment. Mm-hmm. No, you know. Ain't no judgment. It's all good. Landon says yikes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I think sometimes... Yeah, this is probably not the time of the show. Like We're, not, we're only halfway through the show. We can't talk about legalized prostitution. We, we, we just, can't, we can't do it. We can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it just is what it is. Cougar tracks says, what's the chance George Kleopcock doesn't show for PAC 12 media day. Oh no, he's showing. And he did he's the, speaking first and it's at eight Pacific. Yeah. I'd be stunned. Calculations. But notice that they're doing it earlier. Yes. That's the, that I think that's kind of a thing. Yeah. Is they are they are doing it earlier, so I think there's something in that. Yeah, I do think there's something in that. All right, sixty seconds. We're gonna bring back one of your favorite, one of your absolute favorite segments on the show is coming back in sixty seconds after I tell you about our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. Bucked Up, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Again, I can only say about an hour ago I drank my Buckshot and I feel great. Mm-hmm. Like I have all kinds of energy, feeling good. Feeling good, feeling great. How, How are, are you? you? Name that tune. Uh, anyway, the point is, uh, Buckshot just works. And that's the message I want to send you guys. So I said, if you're just tuning in, I said a few minutes ago, I want to lose, um, I don't know, let's call it 31 pounds. It, it actually, be 31.6 pounds that I want to lose by November 18th. I think I can do that. And I, I know I can do that because I have buck, Buckshot, I have... Bucked up protein. I have bucked up energy drinks. I have all that stuff. By the way, the gamer white gummy bear, bucked up energy, zero sugar, phenomenal. Okay. Mike Maples, this is your fault. Because Mapes has been sending me pictures of this new candy flavor bucked up energy drink. Yeah. So Mrs. Monty and I are, hey, are rolling through the grocery store the other day. And what do they got right there? White gummy bear. Grabbed yeah. it, cracked it. Dude, it is so good. It's like a pineapple flavor. It is really, really good, but it all works. And the thing I always say is I sleep better. Um, I feel better. I golf better. Yesterday I had on the seventh hole of Canyons, I had an 11. I put two balls out of place. So that's, that's what fucking ticks me to fuck off. And it's one of my favorite holes because it's a tee shot into a three wood. Mm-hmm. I put the, I sliced the tee shot OB right. Dropped, hit a three-wood, sliced, that would be right. <laughs> Two swings, four shots, right? Get up to the green, and I drop, 
and I hit a 52 degree wedge. Did not. It went about three feet. So I was having that kind of hole. Right. Four putted the hole because I'm a jackass and right. was frustrated. You know when you're really upset golfing and you just can't slow it down? Jackass. Yeah, four putted that hole. It was really frustrating. So what did Jake go? Hey, man, have you had your buck shot yet? Suckmyass.com. And after I punched him in the face to feel better, I did. that didn't happen. Uh, but he was right. I hit my buck shot, and guess what? A couple of holes later, we made the turn. Felt way better. Had a much better back nine. I'm telling you. 16, 17, and 18. I hit a tee shot off of the par 3 16th. Felt great. And it's because Buckshot gives you that mental lift. So you're able to calm down. Drinking in Miami yesterday while I'm playing golf. Able to calm down. It helps you feel better. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty20 to get 20% off at checkout at Buckedup.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, Mike Maple says, got to try the cherry one next, friend. Oh, do tell. Which ones have you tried? Because I've tried a bunch of them, and it is, dude, that I'm, that white gummy bear is phenomenal. Salgaman says, bucked up makes you stroke better, Monty. It does. It does. I'm yeah, telling you. I know it's. What? What's the problem? Have you guys figured out who that is yet, by the Honestly, way? Honestly, that's our stroking guys. <laughs> Buckshot makes me helps me golf better. It doesn't make me golf better. It helps me think through more. I'm a I'm a mental guy. I have to think through the game. I have to think through the game. That's all I'll say. I love I love it. You guys know that. It is what it is. Uh let's see. Uh, Devad Z, I remember the day a few weeks ago where the Monty show was going on and on about Utah retaining their current AD. Said it was a shot in the arm for the pack. It's still pumping life into the pack's deal. I think the I think Mark Harlan at Utah is the best athletic director that nobody knows about. Because I look at, like I'll look at women's sports because I think women's sports are a really good indicator of how seriously you take athletics. The women's sports programs, they're pumping money into those programs. Look at Utah softball. Utah softball turned over half of their coaching staff. Did they just replace them with, like, high school coaches? No. They went out and hired big-time replacements on their coaching staff. Like, I, I think they hired their their one of their coaches from Iowa State, I Iowa think it was. State, yeah. They hired one of, the, one of the best hitting coaches in the, the softball game from Iowa State. They paid their pitching coach to stay. Their pitching coach was in demand. They paid her to stay. Like, they're investing money. Their women's basketball program. You look at Mark Harlan and what he's done with football. Dude, their facilities are top-notch. Their donor money's top-notch. Mark, in my opinion, and I want to say Mark my words, but in my opinion, Mark Harlan is, is the best athletic director that nobody knows about. And actually what I said about the Pac-12 deal in Utah was their president, Taylor Randall, has worked very hard behind the scenes to keep the water calm. He is, from our sourcing in the conference, Taylor Randall, the president at Utah, has worked diligently behind the scenes to keep channels open, keep people talking, because there has been some real frustration and acrimony in this conference. And Taylor Randall up in Salt Lake City in Utah has been a guy that is, has kept the waters calm in the Pac-12 at times. That's what I said, and I am not backing off of that one bit. Yeah. 
Uh, Christopher Shannon, do, did you hole in one like Steph Curry? Did you guys see Steph Curry? The answer is no, I did not. I that wish. is ridiculous. I mean, dude, can it you is. just come down to earth for a minute? Yeah, I agree. Uh, Mark 9999, one hell of a long advertisement. It's bucked up, dude. I could talk about bucked up for an hour and the things it's done for my life. Uh, somebody lost 25 pounds and I found it. Cougar tracks. That's the pandemic was brutal for me. Brutal. Uh, let's see. Boyd Lake, black and white day on the Monty show. Evening bros. What's up, Boyd? The What's SEO up, king of the world. How you doing, bro? Boyd's a, a Texan. Boyd's absolutely a Texan. Trey Roberts. How are you? Whoa. Comment dump. Trey said the Dallas Metro belongs to OU in Texas. That's why the SEC is going there. And I disagree with that. And I, I, I'm open to this conversation wholeheartedly, 100%. I disagree with that. And you know what I disagree with? In my opinion, having been there, and our, our largest listener base is the state of Texas, all over the state of Texas. When I talk to Texans, and we're in that, I, I didn't hear two words about Oklahoma that last week. No. Not two words. You know another program who pretty much didn't put any of their dudes out? Didn't see didn't hear a whole lot from Oklahoma, did you? They did their local stations, that's it. Done. Out. Kansas, Jayhawks. Didn't want to do anybody but their local station. Out. They did their local TV and their local radio. Like Oklahoma, the problem with Oklahoma is in this day and age, I don't think that Brent Venables is a dynamic personality and Scott Satterfield at Cincinnati is a really good example of a guy that is in my opinion a really good interview and is representing that program well I I look at I don't know Gus Malzahn's a really good interview Kalani Sataki's a really good interview um I mean you go down the list of the we had a lot of coaches on the show last week all of the best programs in Texas have really dynamic Joey McGuire, really yeah. dynamic magnet of people following him around big 12 media day to the point where they're like, Hey, send me an email. We'll get him on your show down the road. Cause we can't do it. Now we've got like people chasing Texas deck around to get their head football coach on the show. Yep. He's a dynamic personality. And I think when you look at, you look at guys like Sikkim 365, everybody knows who they are. Everybody knows who they are. And it's relationships. Brent Venables, to me, is not a magnet. He doesn't have relationships, right? And I don't believe that people in Texas, and I know that the Sooners have a fan base there. I don't believe that that's Sooner country. Well, and I think the problem for Brent is he's following Lincoln. Well, I think that's a huge problem. And so, they did not win last year. And, and who's Lincoln? Lincoln's the guy that everyone wants to talk to. So Brent coming in, being the guy who, the first guy to replace the guy, there's going to be yeah. this stark contrast, and I think probably he's he's a I mean I'm he's a good dude. I just think he's nowhere near as energetic as Lincoln was. Yeah, and is. Yeah, dude. I'm just. It, it's a pretty amazing dynamic. Uh, a rowdy dude from South Carolina says 2024 Pack Eight Media Day from Sean Kemp's Cannabis Dispensary in Seattle. Okay. Back ten. Wow, <laughs> so well done. That dude. was awesome. Could be if he's. Bro, <laughs> you know. Uh, let's see. Aaron Wilson says DFW is West Texas. No, I'm not doing it. Uh, let's see. Eagle-eyed Mojo Sullivan. My wife lost 90 pounds in six months. Let's go. 
Let's go. Hey, is uh, is Texas on Arizona time or no? No, it's on Florida time. Get it right. Uh, did y'all hear y'all, Monty? Uh, okay, I heard you, yo, man. Uh, Rowdy dude says Brent Venables needs Dabo to recruit for him. Ooh, easy. damn. God damn. Today has today been in blunt God's force trauma name, day. Image and likeness. Is that what is today been like blunt force trauma? We day? built this program on nil. Apparently, there, dude. Y'all, have, you you guys doing okay? Like, did we all have a yeah, good I mean, weekend? We, we went to Dallas last week. What the hell happened to you guys last week? I mean, did you guys get kicked <laughs> in the face or something? Aaron Wilson says, rack them. Apparently. I'll te- Texas Tech has a lot of mojo, dude. Texas Tech has a lot of mojo. Yeah. A lot. Like, yeah. they're feeling, and they should. Again, I'm just going to say, Texas Tech is the sleeper to win this league. Because Texas is going to Texas. If Texas falters... When? Jake? If? I don't believe they will. They're too talented. If Texas falters, I think Texas Tech is sitting right there. Let me tell you what now. Uh, I I truly do. You know. Um, But that's just me. Construction work says 365 is awesome. Yeah, those guys are phenomenal. Phenomenal. If you guys don't know them, go find them. They're on radio. I think they do radio and YouTube. Go find him. They do a phenomenal job. Saul Goodman, somebody said his name is Burnt Vegetables. <laughs> well, you know. Could be. He did that. He's lacking a dynamic component. Yeah. He's lacking a dynamic component. Nick Saban is He's a, a better, better man, man than, than Brent, you are. Vegetable. <clears throat> um, Aaron Wilson, Texas Tech is 100% for real. Dude, that defensive line. Dude, built I'm, the bench press. I'm a big dude, and they terrify me. <laughs> I am not turning my head to look behind me. I'm just going to walk faster. They kill me. They kill me. You know. Um, Fed bear? Uh, F3 says Texas Tech will have a higher profile now. I would agree with that. OG Gary, if I'm top pack teams, I'm non-committal and may not even show for the whole day. Um, that was already the case. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it goes. That was already the case. And we did not get to football at 50. Fucking but we can't always tell you that uh, the calzones at Papa Murphy's Pizza, they're very good. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do calzones. Papa Murphy's does calzones? Oh, I think you mean I do the calzones. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Oh. Well, we do it with fresh ingredients and hand-shredded cheese tucked in a scratch-made dough. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. You never get the calzones. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Make sure you use the promo code Monty25 to save 25% off on your purchase at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The calzones, here's how. Here's the order. Calzone, marinara meatball, pour it on top, done. Life Boom. is good, man. I'm telling you, we had the Traeger Smoker roll in this Boom. weekend. Pizza on a smoker, amazing. Bomb. Amazing. Um, yeah, that's just how I would do it, but that's just me. Uh, this hour of show brought to you by our good friends at Big O Tires and American Fork. Make sure that you tell the guys at Big O Tires and American Fork. You heard about him on the Monty Show. Ryan and the guys at Big O Tires and American Fork, the lift kick kings of Utah County. They hook up all the BYU guys. They've got all the famous people, the athletes, the actors that roll in there. But they also love serving the common guy, which is why Jake is a customer there. Yep. Um, 
Jake's like, yeah, just a vanilla dude. I stroke guys. I'm going to do that. You know. Um, but the point is, anything having to do with car repair, and I know Big O Tires, you hear Big O Tires, you think of the best tires in the business, right? It's where I get my tires. I've got to get a brand new set of tires coming up on uh, Hank the uh, Grand Cherokee. Um, I know Ryan and the guys at Big O Tires and American Fork are going to take care of it because they also do all kinds of auto repair. Again, you already know they're the lift kick kings. Oil changes, lube oil filters. You need suspension. Uh, you need brakes. You tint. need tint. They did tint on my car already. Anything you need from full engine rebuilds and teardowns, lift kits, wheels, tires. They have got wheels and tires for days. Big O Tires and American Fork. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. couple more comments. Then we got to get to the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL because... My guy got screwed on this list. Greg Swaim uh, says, OU has always had top 10 recruiting classes, including all of those players who contribute to the 3-6 and six Big 12 record. Last see, That's very true. Is See what he did there. See what, see what he did there. It's true. Uh, Brady Cook. What's up, Brady? The smoker is a game changer. If you've never been to Barbecue Pit Stop, you guys need to go in and check it out. Barbecue Pit Stop's amazing. Mm -hmm. Brand new owners at the uh, Murray store, Salt Lake City. Go check them out on State Street. They're awesome. Um, let's see. Starry says, haven't seen it either, Aaron. Seen what? Seen what? Seen what? What you mean, man? Um... I don't know what you guys are. See, now you guys, God dog it. Uh, let's see. The, the Sir Killer. Monty, Texas is always back every year, man. I know. You know how many people at the event said that? No, Texas is always back. <laughs> You're not wrong. Fitting You're not that, wrong. Uh, you know, the stroking of Texas was happening in Jerry World, you know. A stadium, you Can know, we stop saying the that. home of, 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 you know, lose in round one every stop. year. Stop. Stop. You know, I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are America's team, Shit, you know, but, you know. Let me just single you up, Jake. That's SLC Jake. He has our full respect. Thank yeah. you. That's SLC Jake. Yeah. I, we're going to talk about it in a minute because we got to talk about Dak. Uh, they never deliver. Funniest joke in Big 12 football every year. I'm telling you. If they don't deliver this year, fire Steve Sarkeesian. They should go to the national championship game. They're that talented. They are that talented. He is him. I'm telling you. Um, let's see. Monty, did you talk to Joey McGuire? No, but we have him scheduled coming up at a time to be determined. But, yes, we did talk to Holgerson. Holgerson was amazing. Uh, Maury Alvarez says, where is my football at 50? Jake missed it. Don't look at me. Jake missed it. Me? He missed it. Um, let's do it. Let's talk the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, I have to tell you, first of all, I also am a Dak Prescott apologist. Okay? Now, you may know this or not. You may know this or not, but Jake hates Dak Prescott. Um. He loves Ezekiel Elliott. No. He hates Dak Prescott. No. It's not true. No. No. Um, here are the top 10 quarterbacks, according to Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. Mm -hmm. And I'll start at the bottom because now we're here, right? Um, and these I don't agree with. The 10th best quarterback in the NFL is Matthew Stafford with the LA Rams. Yeah, you're he telling needs to have a me, comeback here. You're telling me Kirk Cousins isn't better than Matthew Stafford right now. 
How are you? Have you guys seen Quarterbacks on Netflix? Oh my God, amazing show. Number nine, Dak Prescott from the Dallas Cowboys. Number wow. number nine. Now, to his credit today, the Dakinator did say he's not going to throw more than ten interceptions. <laughs> somebody, That's a somebody. Good joke, now listen. I know that I'm old AF, but right. somebody well, crapped somebody crapped themselves when it came across the screen today. Dak Prescott says he won't throw more than ten interceptions. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. I mean, steaming pile. It was rank. It stank terribly. <laughs> Dak Prescott last year threw what twenty five interceptions? Yeah, sure. But here's the question, and I know we battled on this last year. Mm. How many of them ints? Were Dak's fault? Yeah, not all of them, certainly. Maybe half. Not even half. Well. Not even half. Okay, give him half. Let's give it 12 and a half were his fault, right? One. Sure. 12 and a half. You're telling me he can't cut two interceptions out of his out of his game. Absolutely he can. Yeah. Absolutely he can. And by the way, here are the quarterbacks in the top 10 that I'd rather have. Dak Prescott instead of Trevor Lawrence at number eight. Lamar Jackson at number seven, which is a slap in the Dak. Dak is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Dak is a better quarterback than Jalen. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Jalen Hurts at number six is a better quarterback. Here's the one that really hurt. Because if you've watched this show for any amount of time, you know that I strengthen my forearms at night. You got to get stroked. Thinking about... <laughs> God damn it. Think... <laughs> That's such a terrible drop. <laughs> terrible. You know I strengthen my forearms thinking about Justin Herbert. Right. That you have Justin Herbert at number five, and you say the way some evaluators see it, matching his success is only a matter of time, considering his skill set. He often relied on the short passing game, averaging 6.3 air yards per attempt, ranking third lowest in the NFL because his GM strokes himself. <laughs> it's not his fault that Austin, little Austin Eckler, hey, let's go, buddy. Recess is over, Austin. All right. Come here. You're playing with the big boys now. Soft person tennessee. He's two feet tall. Is that <laughs> Justin Herbert's fault? Hanging out. Right? Like, is it Justin's fault that Austin Eckler oftentimes is shorter than, than Kyler Murray? No. Is it his fault his best receivers are always hurt? No. Is it his fault that he doesn't have the weapons he needs? No. Is it his fault that his offensive line does not give him the time to throw the football regularly? No. You are you? He's 25 years old. You put him at fifth? You put him behind Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers or Justin Herbert? Every time I'm taking Justin Herbert. Um, I'm taking just, the, the two guys that I am taking over Justin Herbert are not named Josh Allen in Buffalo. Because Justin Herbert, and I know it's controversial, holy shit, DeMar, DeMar Hamlin's back. How can you say that? <laughs> Let me ask you this. What has Josh Allen done besides disappoint? No, I'm serious. Go ahead. I'll wait. Well, he's gone much further than Dak has. Okay. Well, I'm not talking about Dak. I'm talking about the sex machine. Right. Here's the problem. The problem is 
is that Josh Allen is losing to the best quarterback in the league, and your boy is losing to who? Okay, so let me get this right. You're saying if Justin Herbert had his defense, his offensive line, and his weapons on offense, the Bills would be a worse off team. Oh, that's right. They would probably have won the AFC. Mm. Because the only two guys that I'm taking ahead of Justin Herbert on this list are Joe Burrow and the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now, Patrick Mahomes. Because <laughs> I'm not. I'm taking. I'm taking Herbert over Josh Allen over Aaron Rodgers. Here's the question: Aaron Rodgers or Jalen Hurts? Man, that's close. Man, that's close. Well, certainly you got to take Jalen right now. He's just been the Super Bowl, and he's 24 years old. Yeah. And he's throwing and he's running and he's not on ayahuasca in a dirt hole he dug in the ground. Stay hard. Right? So I'm probably taking Jalen Hurts. All these other dudes? Yeah, I, come I don't on know, now. dude. I think I think it's unfair to Josh Allen to say that that Herbert would have took the team further, dude. Patrick Mahomes is number one. Yeah. Joe Burrow yeah. is number Joseph two. Joseph Lee Burrow. Sax Machine's number three. Josh Allen's number four. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that, dude. Jalen Hurts is number five. Nah, I can't do that. Based on what? Based on what Josh Allen's done. I mean, what has he done besides disappoint in well, the biggest what is, moments? What has Herbert done, dude? He, okay, so we're really gonna sit here and argue that they're a playing on a level playing field. He plays for the Spanoses, who should be in Wales' vagina. Okay, but they're I don't not. Disagree with that. But to say that Justin Herbert. Would have taken the Bills further. I believe he would have. The, well, we disagree then, and that's fine. Who's a better thrower of the ball, Herbert or Josh Allen? I think Allen? they are close, Oh, dude. get out of I here. I think they Holy are close. Cow. Holy cow. You think Josh Allen is close to Justin Herbert yes. in throwing? You're yes, crazy. I do. You are crazy. Josh Allen has a cannon, dude. I Nobody's talking about arm strength. By the way, who's a better deep ball thrower? By a lot, it's Justin Herbert. It's not close. It's not close. Okay. And by the way, who who's no, 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 no. Do you help me? You're crazy, dude. You're crazy. Josh Allen is not a better better runner, Josh Allen. Smarter football player, Justin Herbert. Better thrower of the ball, Justin Herbert. Better decision maker. Justin Herbert. I'm telling you, man. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, Tanner T says uh, one Mahomes, two Rodgers. Your Aaron Rodgers is the second best quarterback in the NFL. You're taking Rodgers over Burrow, Hurts, Herbert, and Allen. You're crazy. You crave that. That's nuts. Jet Wayman, Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts. Allen, Hey Bear, Rogers, Lamar, forehead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you said forehead. I believe the proper spelling of Trevor Lawrence is five head. Uh, cousins and Dak. See, Cousins in the top ten. How is Lamar? Oh my God. Am I underselling Lamar Jackson? Maybe I listen, you guys. Mm. I. You guys know this here on the Monty program where all we eat is Super Chicks sandwiches from Super Chicks. That's right. On Riverdale Road in Ogden or down in the Jeezy where you always get full, plump, juicy chicken breast. 
fresh cut veggies like onions, tomatoes, French fries, lettuce. You always get it fresh, right? Mm -hmm. At Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden. And in the Jeezy, they bring you our uh, NFL talk on the Monty Show. Um, am I underselling Lamar Jackson? Maybe I'm stupid. I know I'm old, and you know, hey, now that I don't I'm, think, I don't know. think you're underselling him. I, I, I think Lamar has a lot of respect to earn. I think he's, dude. The way this contract thing went down, the fact that you know, you, you, I mean, look, I know he's been in in some big games. There's no doubt. But I think the problem with Lamar is he, he very clearly is one of the big reasons they struggle in the playoffs. He's got a throwing motion problem, yeah. although his throwing has improved. Yeah. And he is always going to be run first. And he's always going to deal with injuries. Always going to be run first. He is yeah. always going to take on safeties and linebackers. Always. Yeah. Always. And until that changes, I'm telling you, Lamar Jackson, it's hard for me to find a place in the top 10 for Lamar. It is. Well, I don't, yeah, I, th I think he's a top 10 talent in the league for sure. Okay, well, talent is one thing. I mean, the guy is... Tangible yeah. results on the field this coming season. Top 10 quarterbacks. I'm taking Dak over Lamar. Mm. I'm taking Dak over Lamar. Because, by the way, it's also, it's also make or break for Dak. But Teddy's list is not wrong. Mahomes, Burrow, and Hurts, there's an argument we can have. Jalen Hurts does not get enough respect. But Justin Haybear, that's the third best quarterback in the NFL. And I think Josh Allen is... Probably top five. But boy, Jalen Hurts is pushing. Yeah. I, mm, baby is crowning, man. Baby is crowning. J.K. Marshall, guys, where does Baker Mayfield score on the list? Not high. 48th, I think. Can't remember. Come on now. Uh, can't remember. Uh, Eagle-eye, Eagle-eyed Mojo Sullivan. Come on, college, not pros. Well, we just did two hours of college football. Yeah. So if you missed it, go in all seriousness, go back to the beginning yeah. of the show. Thought we had a great college conversation today. Callahan, um, where is Brock Solid on your list? I thought you said Brock Solid. Is there any doubt? <laughs> is there any doubt in your minds that Who's a who's a second tier quarterback? What about Tua Tungavailoa? What about him? His story's clear. Brock Solid, Brock Purdy. Brock Solid or Tua Tungavailoa? Brock. All day. All day. He's right handed. Brock or Derek Carr? Uh Derek Carr. Yeah, you gotta go with Derek Carr. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Excited to see what Derek Carr does this year. Here's one that now, hands above the table. Brock Purdy or Jared Goff? You got to get stroked. That's your guy, Jared Goff. Oh, man. Let me tell you. Have you seen his packs? I mean, he lifts weight. Bro, I mean, Jared Goff, underrated. Can you measure it? See how tall he is? By the way, I don't know if you notice this. Those are natural curls in his hair. His cock. <laughs> Why are you such a Jared Goff guy? Well, that's the dimples and the smile, dude. Yeah, dude. Come on. Ain't no reset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brock Purdy or Jared Goff? 
Uh, I would take off right now. I, oh you know, my god! Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think you gotta take. So off, wait, dude. let me. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Derek Carr, or Jared Goff. Derek Carr. Derek <laughs> Carr. Yeah. What? Oh god. Why is this hard to understand? <laughs> so you would, and I just want to make sure how that this really is how stupid you are. You you would take Jared Goff. You would take Derek Carr over Jared Goff. Yes. You would take Brock Purdy over Derek Carr. No, I didn't say that. Okay, I tried to trick you. Yeah. Good job. Way to be consistent. Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr? Mm. Stop. Mm. Say mm -mm -mm. it. Derek Carr. You son of a... No! <laughs> no! Do you view this season as a failure? No! That you want to the... talk about the ultimate disappointment. Dude, there wouldn't be God. a better fit in the league for good God, old Captain some, Kirk point, besides God, the Dallas Cowboys. Can you please, please, maybe just turn on Jake's other half of his brain? No. <laughs> you cannot take Derek Why? Carr. Why? What has Kirk Cousins done? When it matters most, what have either of them done? Both of them are not winners. Who's a better thrower? Kirk Cousins. Oh, I almost had to genuflect up in the air and stuff. Boom. Out of here. Stupid ass question. You scared me. I thought you were going to say Derek Carr. <laughs> You're out of your freaking mind. Okay, so we're taking Kirk but Cousins over. I do over. think I will say. Don't. Please don't. Derek Carr has got God, tell him to shut up, God, please. Derek Carr <laughs> has big opportunity, bro. Don't ruin it. I'd love it to be wider. <laughs> You were doing so well. Well, well, let me say this about that. We're taking Kirk Cousins. Let me say this about Derek Carr. Bro, Fresno State. Bro. <laughs> Fresno State. Buddy, Buddy and his brother went to Fresno State. Well said. It's true. It's true. Ah, giggity. Uh, remember that... Through Herbert made last throw Herbert made last year being injured against Kansas City. Now Jake, go ahead and take where he had that torn labrum in his shoulder and he was in excruciating pain. And remember, oh, you don't remember that. <clears throat> Conveniently, That's the untrained eye. Yeah, those servers have been they gotten a flood and shit, man. I don't have I, I'm a, I, Mother Nature, man. It rained. Oh. It rained in the facility, and those highlights have been deleted. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> Boss Frog, Lamar Jackson not in the top 10. Nah, bro. And I know. Uh, we I, Pull the list back up. Uh, Who, who's 8, 9, and 10? Who's 8, 9, and 10 again? Lamar. Is, he, um, is that true? Lamar is 7. Five head is 8, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I'm taking Lamar over Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's You're that's taking, rough for you're that, taking dude. Lamar. That's oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Don't you're taking tell Lamar me over you're Trevor Lawrence. Sit here and slurp Trevor Lawrence, dude. I'm not nobody that Come has on, a listen. Bro. Nobody. He's got a forehead the size of an aircraft carrier deck, right? So dude, I on. mean, but my point is, can you measure it? Listen, he got paid in crypto. How'd that work out? My point <laughs> is, listen, listen, dude. You know, Pervin Meyer left to go molest some people at his sports bar. His cock. <laughs> and. <laughs> Once, once Pervin left Jacksonville, 
I don't know that a lot of people understand how much better Trevor Lawrence got. Here I am. Because, hey, dude, he's got a smoking hot chick, by the way. But Trevor Lawrence actually improved. And I mean dramatically. Trevor Lawrence got better. I would take Trevor Lawrence over Lamar Jackson. Dude. I, I, honestly, you, you're Jacksonville. You're hating on Lamar, bro. You're hating on Lamar now. You can't weeks take Trevor nine, Weeks 9 through 18, he ranks second in completion percentage. Yes, I know. Touchdown I interception know. ratio. He was 15 I to fucking know. 2. 15 to 2 touchdown interception I ratio. I know. I know. I know. Had a good back half of the year. Bro, like he improved dramatically. Third in completions of longer than 20 yards. He took that team to the playoffs. Now, Here's to me having Dak ninth behind both those dudes is ridiculous. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. You can't yeah. go back yeah, yeah. and ESPN, to their credit, had that reel of everyone at Dak's interceptions. Do you know how many Cowboy wide receivers like to use their chest plate to catch footballs? <laughs> like it's ridiculous, man. Do you know how many? Do you know how many wide receivers like Amari on the like trying to catch? What are we doing? How? Like you're in Oh, it hits you in the face. My bad. Bro, use these hands for something other than gripping melons, right? Like you catch the football with your hands. Honestly, that's our stroking guys. Right? Like <laughs> I'm telling you, Dak is underrated because people look at stats. They don't look at games. On this list, Dak should be seven, not nine. I would agree with that. I think I think it I should be Dak, that. Lamar, then Trevor Lawrence. No, Boss Frog. I would not put Purdy in the top ten. No. I would put him in honorable mention. He. The biggest problem is, you know, as we talk the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL, Brock Purdy's coming off of a, a, a an elbow ligament repair. And dude, what is Brock? What's the narrative with in San Francisco? Right, because I think Brock Purdy's dealing with this. It's the system. I would agree. It's not Brock Purdy. Right. Uh, there. How many times have you heard that? Hey. It's Shanahan's system. What the hell is wrong with Trey Lance? That's what right. like what, what That's like right. you know what I mean? So I think Brock Purdy deals with the system card a lot. And so I'm the guy that says, Hey dude, great. System or not, dude played his ass off. Now I'm not gonna put you in the top ten for having a good season. What's the difference between Brock and the rest of these dudes? I look, but then how how is Trevor Lawrence there? Oh, that's right, because he dominated. I'm telling you, Trevor Lawrence is a guy you want on your fantasy team. If you're doing prop picks, Trevor Lawrence is a guy you need to be looking at on prop picks. If you're playing DraftKings every day, Trevor Lawrence is a guy you need to be looking at DraftKings on your, your weekly fantasy. I'm telling you, the guy is, I think Jacksonville, is he is going to be very, very good. There's no question good. Doug Peterson is a hell of a head coach. Yes. There's no question, and I'm not yes. doubting trevor's improvement but we're not talking about whether he improved or not and and yeah. that's the thing with these lists is like yes trevor did improve but that doesn't mean if you put trevor next to lamar jackson that i'm taking trevor <laughs> i'm not doing that why zone herbert had no pain because he took that same shot that tyrod got oh wait ah damn waves in opposition i didn't they deflate they deflated his, his lung, lung. Yeah. tyrod <laughs> yeah dude jesus uh, Elaine Tran, what's up, dude? Uh, Josh Allen got points in fantasy last year. He, well, well, any of those top guys are going to. I mean, yeah. again, you're, you're talking about even, again, Herbert, Mahomes, Josh Allen. Anyone who's 4,000 yards Lawrence. plus is going to be a big-time fantasy contributor. Jet Wayman, slurping on forehead. Hey. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, dude. No, don't don't point at me. You're slurping, buddy, dude. <laughs> 
Don't, don't point at me. His cock. <laughs> J.K. Marshall, I'd take Trevor over Lamar, too. Thank you. Y-Zone says Lawrence only good because Peterson brings it out of him. Mm. But, but, wh- but, but why is that a bad thing? Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, You're only as good as where you land. Again, that's like, uh, again... Look, Dude, look at Zach system. Wilson. It's the system in San Francisco. It's Zach Wilson being a jet and being a garbage organization, which, again, is why I say we should take that into consideration with where Aaron Rodgers is on this list. Dude, this is the first time in Aaron Rodgers' career where he's going to be the scapegoat. Oh, you guys sucked? Yeah, Aaron. Dude, turns out those 20 interceptions you threw aren't because you had rookie-wide receivers. I'm just telling you. I cannot wait for to prove you wrong. I am going to slap you in the face with it every single time. Oh, sure. Of, co- of course I understand why people are upset. Trevor Lawrence, NFL MVP. Please. Hey, Jake, uh, did you hear Fivehead won the MVP? Please. No, I didn't. I turned <coughs> off the Romeo show. Please. Okay. Josh Allen. What about Bill's him? going to the Super Bowl this year? Yeah, I think there's a good chance. Got to get through Mahomes. Okay, But that's my point on Josh Allen. He's playing the best quarterback in the conference championship every year. Okay. like Boyd Lake, so are we saying coaching matters for NFL QBs? Yeah, who knew? Seriously. Who knew? By the way, what about Deshaun Watson? What about him? Is he going to have a better year this year? I, mean, I would think. Certainly. I would think. I mean, I don't know. How many washcloths are at his disposal? Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Mapes, Trevor Lawrence is going to go off this year. Thank you. Uh, J.K. Marshall, what? Grippin' Melons is bad? No. 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 Uh, no, no, no. Jet says, I stick with my list. Dak is 9 or 10. Damn, bro. And you're one of our better NFL guys. Dak at 9 or 10. Maybe we need to roadie to a Cowboys game. Maybe. Maybe we need to, you know. Elaine says, uh, I'm going Jalen Hurts uh, and a Brown... And Brown this year? I don't know what you mean. A.J. Brown. Gotcha. Uh, up wild. Upland wild. SEC to Dallas is backhanded slap at all other states in the SEC. It could be. Absolutely could be. Big dog O-Town. What's up? Shout out to Mo Bamba. The Lamar hate is real. As a Raven fan, I'm used to it. But it talk is cheap. Play on the field is real. Go Shout out to Mo Bamba. But in all seriousness, so if play on the field is real, has Lamar produced? I think you need to be more specific because he has produced. He just hasn't He's... produced at the highest level. He has not produced when his team oh. is needed to care when when the Ravens offense. Oh. Okay. Dude, when they're down three points with one minute to go, do you sit there, uh, Big Town O-Dog, and say to yourself, Big yep, dog, I believe that, that my guy is going to take us down the field? Because I don't have that belief in Lamar. Guys, I believe the dude you, causes chaos. Dude. dude. 19% of his throws were off target. Yeah, that's a lot. That may seem like a small number, but that's a lot. Uh, a small number, highest among any quarterback nominated this year. 27th among NFL because starters. It's garbage. Only behind, fuck, Justin Fields. Well, well, well. Yeah, yeah, I know what time it is. Bear down, Chicago Packers, because Justin the, Fields dude, is amazing. Wonder if the piles of crap they're going to play on in the next coming years will help them. Dude, why isn't Justin Fields on this list? He's amazing. If I hear one more, he's had an unbelievable summer. And let me tell you, here in Chicago, Justin Fields is in the best shape of his Bro, life. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Justin Fields is not an NFL 
No. No, not yet. Carson Wentz, Marcus no. Mariota, and Davis Mills. That's the group of passers. Here's the group of passers Lamar's with. Justin Fields, Carson Wentz, Marcus Mariota, and because Davis Mills. Because it's garbage. That's what I mean. Ooh, man, he is. Wow. On field. But again, but again, and I'm trying to have an honest conversation about this guy. He's not a great passer, and I don't think anyone disputes that. He's not a great passer, but that does not mean he's not a wonderful talent. And I still maintain that everyone just seems to forget this whole contract dispute he had. Everyone seems to forget it now that it's all done. No, they forget the knee injury he had. That you cannot play the game the way he plays it and stay healthy. Now, and I freely will admit, in all seriousness on Lamar Jackson, he improved dramatically as a thrower early last year. The knee injury is a game changer. The holdout's a game changer. The guaranteed money's a game changer. He's got to come back and prove that he's worthy of that deal now. And I, I just don't think he can do it. I don't believe that he can do it. Maury Alvarez, our favorite Floridian. Uh, what about the legend, Zach? I tagged your mama, Wilson. <laughs> oh, wait. Damn. He's hoping my I'm immunized gets hurt. Yes, wow. yes, yes. Comment of the I mean, day you're right there. You're not wrong, bro. Um, you know, giggity. Where where's little Kyler on the list? Yeah, so this list was formulated by like players and scouts and GMs and you know, just people in the league that are in the know. Yeah, Kyler. Kyler wasn't Kyler was in the honorable mention section. You mean people who watch football? Um Oh, there's Kyler right there. Wow. Look at Buddy. Look at Kyler Murray rehabbing his knee. And watch how he asked to grasp, bro. That's great, man. Asked to grasp squats for Kyle. I'm mean, like, this is phenomenal stuff. If you're an Arizona Cardinal fan, all three of you, you've got to be really excited about little Kyler here. I mean, wow. Nice job, Kyler. Way to get down on that. You know, like, okay, we should. I'm probably, I, I, it was, you know. Uh, Greg Swain, Monty couldn't be a Mormon, loves the caffeine. I'm not. I have nothing against the LDS Church or the Mormons. I'm not Mormon. Ow! And nobody who comes into my house will ever... I drink caffeine. Um, I play golf, which means I curse repeatedly. Um. You know. And if I'm Mormon, I'm a little behind on my tithing by 50 years. No. You know. Uh, I heard Monty is all BYU. Loved it. You know me. Go Coug. Man, you my, guys are ace in the test. My wife is like, we're at Big 12 Media Day. She's like, hey, I saw on Twitter that um, BYU mascot is there. I want to see pictures. <laughs> she doesn't care about players. Get a picture with Cosmo. She doesn't care about coaches. She cares about the BYU football mascot. Cosmo. 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 And the picture she saw was Cougar versus Cougar action. Hiscock. <laughs> Why? <laughs> she saw the Coug on Coug action. Yeah. Houston versus BYU. And she's like, he's there. He's there. You're in the same room I'm with them. I'm so bricked up right now. She loves that. She loves. She loves it. All right. Brady Cook. Okay. What's your top 10 QBs? Well, we just went over that, didn't we? Patty Ice. Number Patrick Mahomes by far. Joe Burrow. Number two. Joseph Lee Burrow. Hey, Bear. Number three. Josh Allen, number four. I think Jalen, number five. 
I think see Aaron Rodgers is interesting because I think I'd probably have Aaron Rodgers sixth. I think I would probably have or no, I'd have Dak five, Aaron Rodgers six. That's interesting. You put Josh Allen four, Dak five, Aaron six. I think I'd probably be somewhere in there. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, we could go over it all day. I think I think Herbert has to be three. Josh Allen four. Like Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott. Okay, I can see the argument. Jalen went to the Super Bowl. All right. Well, I think the pr- Jalen Hurts six, Dak seven, Dude. Brett or uh, Brett Favre. Holy shit! Uh, Aaron Rodgers eighth, twelve head nine, <laughs> and then tenth. <laughs> tenth is tough. Um, oh yeah, Brock Purdy is better than Lamar. I, I mean, honestly, if we're having the discussion, <laughs> I'll I will swear to God. Kirk Cousins has to be in there, although he never wins. Yeah. Lamar has to be in there. And really, other than that, I mean, that's that's really the whole kit and caboodle there. I I think it's probably Lamar Jackson. Lamar Lamar Jackson or Kirk Cousins. In today's NFL, probably Lamar Jackson. Probably, but damn. Dude, not winning is really hurting Lamar, dude. Like, well, but that's the argument on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but Lamar's won some playoff games. Yeah, I, listen. Yeah, you I think could, Cousins has one playoff win. Jeremy Callahan pre clearly, clearly wants us to put Brockgasm in there. B R O C K. Uh, not <laughs> uh, why zone Aaron on Dallas and their Super Bowl contenders stop Saul Goodman Russell Wilson okay that's funny uh you know yeah no uh Salamini where is Doug Flutie I believe he's still doing low T commercials with Frank Thomas you fucking donkey you know yeah I could be yeah. wrong um just a rowdy dude from South Carolina. Trevor Lawrence, Clemson 44, Bama 16. Okay. Nothing wrong with a little five head. Five head. You know, well, if Teddy's going to call him four head, I got to go one better and call it five head. Oh, God. Maury Alvarez, W-I-L-S-O-N. I thought this was going to be L-S-D because that spells out Wilson. You know. Okay. Jeremy Callahan. Uh, whoa. <laughs> now you guys are spelling out names. Jeremy Callahan. Uh, okay, at least honorable mention. Could be. Um, what are you spelling, Jeff? He is spelling B-U-C-K-S-H-O-T. Buckshot. Boom. Holy cow. Wow. Uh, Buckshot from our good friends at Bucked Up, the official energy drink of some listeners who spell it out and the Monty Show. Get into the description below. You guys, a free sample link for Buckshot. The Buck Bars are there. They're phenomenal. I say it every day on this show, and I know you guys think I'm crazy, but Buckshot powers me, dude. It absolutely powers me. Buckshot is the, the reason that 
And I know it's crazy, but I play better golf. I do. Golf. Golf. Golfing. I play better golf. There's no doubt about it because of Buckshot. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Jeremy Callahan. Buckshot. More like Brockshot. Yeah, by the way, yes, I, I Brockshot. God. I'm not going to make a man. No, I'm not making that joke. I'm not doing it. Um, no reset. Mike Maples makes a good point. People about to get shadow blocked. You guys should stop with the single letters because... It, the algorithm will block you. Yeah. It will. I'm just, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. Uh, Jet Wayman, bro, ask if I'd rather have Dak than Hurts literally hurts my head. See, so see what he did there? So it's, see what he did there? So it's like Jalen <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Don't die. Um, but he's, but instead of Hurts like his name, he said Hurts his head. Like it's, it's, it's kind of a, you know, double entendre type deal. It Hurts head? Yeah. Um, OG Gary says, got my buckies locked and loaded. Yeah. Well, hopefully the wife's home soon. Uh, Mike Smith, buckshot is Monty's legalized crack. You joke. Dude, you're not even playing with that. It's just, you know, you know. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, the single letters definitely must be used sparingly. Truth. Absolutely truth. Somebody got shadow blocked by who? Riley. Oh, Riley O'Brien got shadow blocked. Yeah. Because I apparently say, um, by the way, a lot. And he just kept putting timestamps in there. Here I am. And I said to him, hey, if. Hey, by the way, you should stop doing that. Hey, by the way, if YouTube puts you in timeout again, I'm not taking you out. Ain't ducking, no smoke. Put him in timeout. Can't back down. Adam Salamini. Waiting to see. You probably hate that I say. Where is the Italian? Waiting to see if San Diego State gets kicked out of the Mountain West today. Special president's meeting. Still have not heard. As you can see, there's not much hope for you left. Maury Alvarez. Monty's going to be like Mulan, and he will be making a man out of you. <laughs> Damn, wow. bro. Wow. Uh, Greg Swain said, had my first buckshot and buck bars this weekend. Definitely prefer the blood raz and the snickerdoodles. Okay, the blood raz I would buckshot is outstanding. I would agree with that. Yeah, watermelon's my favorite, but blood blood raz is outstanding. Everybody likes blood raz. Yeah. Uh, Robert Watkins. Go Bearcats. Salty drunk. Ke Keontae George looks like a great prospect, guys. First team all-NBA summer league. Dude, so good. First team all-NBA summer and I, I still am I'm taking credit, man. I'm not gonna take credit. But the point is phenomenal draft pick. I think I think Chet was the best guy in summer league overall. I know Cam won the MVP and you know yeah. by but, the way, you think Cam Whitmore's got something to prove? Dude. Before we get to people making tons of babies, no, yeah. that's really gonna be the topic in five minutes. Yeah. Um we gotta talk about this Joel Embiid thing. Real quick, did you guys see this at Joel Embiid today? Was like, hey man, I want to win a championship, and if it's not in Philly, it'll be somewhere. Yeah, how, yeah I know what time it is. How very San Diego State of you, sir. Well, and I was going to say, how <laughs> very Jet Fish of you, sir. Right? Like, what is up with people being like, well, listen, if these motherfuckers. Guys, 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 look, guys. I like Philadelphia, and I, I love that guys are like, well, I like Philadelphia. I, you know, I really. And the bell. Don't lie to me. I mean, I'd like it more if the bell didn't have a crack in it, you know? But if it's not here, it'll be in New York. Like, that's essentially what he said. Cause We're only, getting somewhere. I think the only team that can make that trade pop is the New York Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think the Knicks want them. 
Can I you mean, imagine a, a Julius Randle, Joel Embiid trade? How do you not want Joel Embiid on your team? How, how are you not willing to, like, with all due respect to Donovan Mitchell, Seriously. Joel Embiid is a must-have. I mean, if Joel Embiid's available and you can get him, you have to do everything have you can to. do. Have to. Have to. I, mm, I think the Knicks are the only place Joel Embiid can go. Yeah. It's the only place. Saul Goodman says, shout out to Embiid. Seriously. Shout the Mobamba. You know. Jet Wayman says Philip Rivers story incoming, damn hey, it. Hey, Jet, get his name <laughs> right. It's Phil. Phil Rivers. I I'm I'm just telling you, Phil yeah, Phil Rivers. Hiscock. Shut up. What is it with you and the phallic drops today? What what? I mean, we're talking about dude, you know, repopulating the earth. Greg Swaim says been doing a buckshot. Uh, been doing the buckshot packets in a shaker, but do it early or you may be awake till 4 a.m. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Jimmy Otson, Embiid to Miami, the mafia will find a way. Dude, how? How? The real question is, when is the Dame thing going to get resolution? Like Damer, when... Damer Embiid to Miami. Oh, if I'm Miami, I want Joel. Yeah, I want Joel all day. Dude, Jimmy and Joel together would be ridiculous. Jimmy, Joel, and Dame together. Well, yeah, obviously if you can do it, but I don't know how they do it. No, because Tyler Hero sucks. You know. Yeah, but Tyler Hero would go out. Yeah. Uh, Fat Jesus said trade Aiton for Embiid. Yeah, well, well, let's do that. I'm telling you, bull bull on the Suns, bro. Stop with your bull bull bull. I'm telling you, dude. It's uh, he says to me today. Wow, man, hey, they got bull bull. Kevin Durant, championship. Oh, <laughs> so. Uh, Victor's the way people. Yeah, Bull Bull's already been doing what your boy's been trying to do. So, you know. I'm telling you that Bull Bull, nah, bro. Okay. <laughs> He's not the way. Okay. Victor's you the way. Really? No, come on. Look what they ask him to do. Run the floor, play defense, and dunk the ball. That's it. I'm not asking you to shoot the basketball. I'm not even asking you to pass the basketball. Yeah. The job is simple. Yeah. Jet Wayman, Jimmy and Embiid have been on the same team in Philly. They have That's been. That's what I'm saying. That's the truth. Jeremy Callahan, you got to put your buckshot into a 12-ounce can of bucked up to up the dosage. Dude. I, I'm for real. I would not recommend that. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy also says uh, baby back ribs Aiton. He ate baby Aiton. Okay. And stuff. Bull Bull the Skinwalker. <laughs> you guys. Okay, chill. Dude, what dude, is going chill, on on this bro. show today? Chill, bro. Nah, he's that, a Skinwalker, that is bro. That's the wrong way to be referencing, dude. Bull Bull going to body up VW. Oh, that's Could what you I'm imagine saying, that? Dude. I'm for real. Could you imagine that? Bull Bull versus VW. Like, how does VW get all this hype and a guy like Bull Bull can't even get a sniff? Like, come on, dude. Uh, Okay, real quick, before we get to prodigious baby making here on the Monty Show. Right. Did you guys hear about um, Jeff Passan, bro, the writer for ESPN, the, the baseball insider? He apparently they've had terrible storms in the Northeast, yeah. terrible. And if you guys, if you're listening in the Northeast, please be careful. He's cleaning up trees, and a tree fell and crushed him. He has a broken back. He has full use of all of his limbs, but he's going to be out for a while. Spinal. A tree fell on him and crushed him. Back is broken. 
Can you? What do you do in that moment? I broke my back. You're, first of all, you're an asshole. Second of all, <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> what do you do if a tree falls on you? Well, first of all, I couldn't imagine the terror. I mean, honestly, oh like God. I, I don't terror. even like I don't even know, dude. Like I, I, yeah, that's crazy. Number one, number two. I mean, I, honestly, like I would hope someone's around, like that, because that's all. Because he said that's all he could really do. I mean, he could move his arms and legs, but his back is literally broken. I mean, you can't really move your body at that point. You're you're done for the rest of your life. At that point, your back is going to hurt every day for the rest of your life. And frankly, I've never. Had a back injury. Knock on wood. I can't, but knowing people who have had fusions and, dude, your back, like we take our back, our feet, and our hands for granted. We yeah. were talking to a dude who worked on a ranch in Texas. Yeah. He was one of the media guys and he crushed his finger. And he's like, yeah, I had to keep going. We were, I think he said they were putting a fence up or something. Yeah. And he crushed his finger. Yeah. He's like, I just had to keep going. Like, you're thinking, you're fucking, think that's like you're never, you, can you imagine having a tree fall on you and break your back? Dude. Like, how are you not dead? That's and it, who, Skippy. And who got that tree off of you? Because he's one of the nicest, I can tell you from firsthand experience, Jeff Passan is one of the nicest dudes ever. Yes. I Man, I, I, there's got to be a full story on that somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't want to know. That is terrifying. Yeah, man. To me. That is, that is, to, mm, bro. Yeah. That's terrifying. Um, Let's see. MJ Bissett gives us $1.99 to say, can Coach Payton fix Russell? It's make or break now, I think, for Russell Wilson. Yeah. Right? Got work to do. Got work to I do. I think it's no make doubt. or break. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a really interesting, that's one of the storylines of the year in the NFL. Yep. What are we getting from danger? Because yep. I think that's a big one. And really, the other storyline is how many kids are too many kids to have? Can you measure it? Phil Rivers announced that he's on his way to being a dad for the 10th time. I'm for real. Dude, unplug the pump. I'm for real. Like, unplug the pump, dude. Now, listen, I like, understand. 10 Bro, I understand getting after it as long as you can get after it. But, but 10? 10 kids, dude, I, I can't get down with that. Bro. I have no problem. Look, dude, I as a sex addict, I have no problem doing the thing. Some shit happened. You know, 10 kids? What are you, Nick Cannon? <laughs> like, Nick Cannon's got, and I'm not kidding, Nick Cannon's got 12 kids. I know, Risa. And he's still trying to get back with Mariah Carey, who I believe is done making babies in the, the, the system. That and stuff. I want to say the coil is broken in the system. And, and stuff. You know. Yeah. She's out of coolant and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, the point is, you've got 12 kids, Nick. Get snipped. Do you not, like, at what point? Okay, 10 is a lot. 10, like 10. Well, just from a financial perspective, I mean, you can't have 10 unless you're, Dude. you know, a millionaire 50, 60 times over. And I, I totally get it. He's got the means. We, Who am I? To... You are not. No, he is the father. Like 10 times. Honey, 
Oh, hey, babe. Hey, I'm pregnant again with number three. With number four. Hey, this is... Uh, we're, we're again. Again? Again. Number six. I told you, Here man. I am. The rhythm method, that doesn't work. Excuse me, the rhythm method. Just get snipped. Like, t first of all, let's be practical. Ten is too many kids for the earth. Yes, it is. If you're putting down ten kids, you can never get on an airplane. Because your carbon footprint, you're, like you're adding to the, the landfill. Ten kids. Yeah. Right? That's crazy. We, But think about this. If you have 10 kids and you're 40 and you just have another one, your kids graduate in high school when you're 20. Um. So you're 60. Um. Um. You're in your 60s. Like, your whole life is changing diapers, dude. Just so you can go to Pound Town. And if you're Nick Cannon, you better find another show. You better find another script to pitch. Oh, wait, there's a writer's strike. You're screwed. There's, yeah, no, an act there's an actor strike. You're screwed. You're an actor. You're in Hollywood. God, you don't have that kind of bread. Like at at four, you like at four. I'm like, yeah. Mm. Y'all about to fuck this up. But you're at twelve. You I had mean, imagine, eight more. Imagine being like, yeah, you know, <clears throat> honey, we've got four kids, but yeah, I'm gonna need six more. I'm gonna need six more. What do you think? <laughs> and, and, and the thing about Nick Cannon is he's got baby mamas, uh, like multiple baby mamas. And he's trying to host radio shows with two of the baby mamas from different babies. And he's, trying, know, to, and he's trying to get back with Mariah Carey, who throw out the voluptuation of the body and stuff. She's high maintenance. But my, here's my question: Why? Why are you continuing to load b bullets into the chamber? Why are you not? But that's what I'm saying. Get clipped. Yeah, dude. Like I, I like, like, like I said. I mean, I'm, I, I'm totally down with getting after it. But damn. And and it's pretty known fact. Nick Cannon does not enjoy the sheathing of the sword. Right. Nick Cannon's a guy that likes to free Willie. Mm -hmm. I just can't even imagine. I can't. Yeah, Matt, Matt, Nick, yeah, Matt Ritson. Yep, time for Nick Cannon produces eight is enough. Hiscock. Plus four for 12 is enough. Yeah. <laughs> right? Come on now. Yeah. Like, I can't. It's yes, wild. Greg Swain. De Niro and Pacino are near death in their 80s in Still, which is insane. Still, that I have a problem with because the kid, you're gonna die before the kid even. Dude, you, if you're 80, you cannot be fertilizing the garden anymore. <gasps> like, stop. Your kid, you're dead, and your kid is still in high school. Yeah. Stay in on. all likelihood, if you have a baby at 80, right? If you just keep the river flowing. Yeah. Keep your ass in the gym. At 80. You're not probably living to 100. Your kid's not going to have a father at graduation. Yeah. Right? If you felt these balls. I, it's crazy to me. OG Gary, Nick Cannon, I got the pack 10. Damn, bro. Damn. Pack 10. Big Dog O-Town, they trying to create legacies. Win a fucking football game of consequence. That's a legacy. Not having 10 kids. Win a Super Bowl. Men's parade. 
How'd that work out with the Colts, Phil? Yeah. I had to have some frustration sex, and what do you know? Number 10's here. <laughs> I'm right? so bricked up right now. Right? McKinley Cutler, 10 kids. Those are rookie numbers for LDS members. Got Damn, those bro. Numbers. Dude, chill, dude. Look at the cookie king of Utah rolling in here. Bro. He ain't wrong, no. Pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers in this Good racket. God. Delaric, Stallone has a brother that's 40 years younger than him. I'm saying. Uh, just a rowdy dude says BB King had 17 different children by 17 different women. No, I'm good. Jeremy Callahan, hashtag cannon fodder. Wow. What's your number? How many kids do you want to have? Two. What if you had an oopsie three? I mean, it wouldn't kill me, but I wouldn't like it. What if you had a twins right out of the gate? I'd be good. Are you getting clipped? Depends if it depends if they're twin girls. I want a kid. I want a boy. So what if you have seven girls? Are you trying for number eight? No, no, no. no. no I'm we, telling you, three is the max, bro. If I three if is I were, the max. Yeah, if I were to have twin girls right out the gate, I would I would be okay trying for a third. But that's it. Antonio Cromartie disagrees. Yeah, well, yeah. How old is too old to to make a baby? That's a tough question. Uh, 50, 55. Fuck. <laughs> so now I'm too old to have kids? Yeah. I'm yeah. 50 years old. Yeah, yeah you're all this dirt, bro. Yeah, you're ask, dying ask next week. On Twitter. I'm a man. Yeah, some dude today is like, yeah, you're almost dead. You're 50. You're old. So get your facts straight. Okay. Somebody tell the golf ball that. Uh, Saul Goodman. Uh, Philip, cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> Damn, bro. You guys are good today, dude. Back 10. Oh. Jeremy says my dad was one of 13. Oh, my God, oh my bro. God. Like, how do people afford this, dude? God almighty. Like, I'm really trying to understand. McKinley, my grand, my grandpa's dad was 83 when uh, he was born. His closest sibling was 25. How about that? Dude. Is that true? Good Lord. Saul Goodman, apparently Philip is not as rich as we thought. I guess he couldn't afford a TV. Jesus. But like you understand, you nobody that can anybody afford ten kids these days. Millionaires can. Elon. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, but like Phil can afford it. Yeah, Phil can afford you it. You think? Yeah. Maury, what about triplet girls right out of the gate, Jake? Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Jake's in the OB guy and he's office and like, hey guy, hey, hey the man. Um, like um, I got a great news for you. We got triplets in the boat in the in the booty, and. They're all girls. Don't lie to me. All girls. Lots of period talk coming up for you guys over the next 20 years. Dude. Congratulations. Jake's like, damn. Yeah, next question. Do you, are, is it, are you, can you, would you be able to hide your emotion or you'd be like. <laughs> I, I would, I would hide it in the moment. I think. Yeah, please um, respect my privacy. Let's next recap. Question. You'll never golf again. Um, you will never have a Subaru again. You're selling it. Uh, no more Jordans. Where are we at um, in society today? You are Jake is a is a uh, intermittent faster by choice. Bro, no. today's been tough, dude. No, you're gonna intermittent fast because you can't afford no food. Dude, I've been a rich you know. man and uh, I have been a poor man. <laughs> Damn, bro. And I think, in my opinion, is boys are easier to raise than girls. I, I honest to God, eh. I, if you give me triplet girls, I I'm, but boys can be trouble as we're discussing. Dude, find me a high bridge and a fast Bro, car. Dude, 
boys can be trouble, man. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that us as dudes, those teenage years can be rough, bro. Okay, Kurt Peter says that many kids. It's John and Kate plus hate. Yes, it is. OG Gary, Nick Cannon, coconut cream pie. If you know what I Damn, mean. Damn, dude. <laughs> Gary, chill, bro. Chill. Oh, my God. Uh, Corey had three kids looking to be an empty nester by 45. Uh, yeah. 50, 30. Yeah. Do the math. Yeah. Do the math. Ain't ducking, no smoke. Uh, Jennifer Lastimosa, late Philippines senator, had 25? At what point do you put a condom on? You're out of your freaking mind. I'm, if you're not getting clipped, at what point are you like, yeah, got to go buy Costco again. It's been a busy week. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Honey. Uh, like, but if you're Nick Cannon, you've got like multiple mamas. Like, it really hit me. Put out a condom. <laughs> he ain't doing that, bro. Like, dude, fat Jesus. Cannon's seat is like Super Chick's Ranch. Don't waste a drop. Damn. Wow. Bro. Wow. You think that's HIPAA? Yeah, I think that's HIPAA. Yeah. Jimmy Autzen, just because they come out three girls don't mean they'll all stay girls. <laughs> wow. Damn. Okay, Boyd Lake, uh, you will you will be over the moon excited for those girls. Jake would be. Yeah. Jake, so would I. Uh, Kurt Peters, what kind of Subi you got, Jake? 2017 STI. Jeff, Rivers is a salty dude from North Carolina. No pun intended. No pun intended. Out of salt. Kelly Parks, I have five girls, one son. Boys are easier. Thank you. Dude, you have five girls? <laughs> you better go get a baseball bat. You can, I mean, I I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I, I, mm, I think sex talk with girls is so much more uncomfortable than um. guys. Like, I had no problems talking to Jake about the hot dog or the hallway. No We're problem. We're in a control position. No problem at all. <laughs> but, dude, the complexities of, oh, man. No, I'm not dude, doing that. No, no. Saul Goodman, if Dentro or, Dentro or Pacino are alive in a few years, the kids will think they are my great-grandchildren. You're not wrong. Yeah. You are not wrong, dude. Like, Pacino and and... And I'm a big Bobby De Niro guy, but come on, dude. Kurt Peters. <laughs> Read that one. Okay, I know that you did not just type in this chat. Spray, Spray and pray. And pray, lads. Rowdy dude, new TLC TV series, The Rivers Floweth. Honestly, it's our spoken, guys. <laughs> wow wow uh got two sons one biological one through marriage i never adopted biological son don't have my last name but my two girls do feel some type of way about that <laughs> okay get to feeling a certain type that's of way. one of my favorite sayings dude when we People were feeling a certain type of way when we were flipping houses we had a contractor and he made a mistake of doing an upgrade without what's called a change order. Um, and the owner of the property refused to pay him. And he's like, you're making me feel a certain type of way. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. 
Oh, my God. Uh, Jeff says, if your grandson is babysitting your son, you're too old to have kids. Thank you. Thank you. Aaron Wilson, guys, stop talking about Nick's cannon. I'm trying to eat it. <laughs> oh, why does this burger taste so salty? Hiscock. Um, my wife's mom was one of 14, and her dad was one of 12. Bro. God damn. Yeah. Uh, Tom says his STI is banned from all public parks. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know anything about that, bro. I but, don't know why. Just because you took it to Bryce and belted it out, you know. Apologize to that man. <laughs> Come on. All right, a couple more. Um, let's see. Bill G says TMI. Yennefer says my husband and I got married in 2007 and I got only only child. We even forgot how to make a baby. <laughs> exactly. Um, OG Gary, STI, someone Nick knows Someone Nick knows nothing about. Exactly. CJ Vance, being a father is one of the greatest gifts from God you can have. But man, I can't even imagine having seven Dude, plus. the ass kicking though. Oh my God. Uh, uh, terrible. Jeremy Kellen. Anyways, let's get back to Brock. Jimmy Otson, no matter what you think, any kid says their dad is De Niro is boss. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Wilson, I'm actually eating a burger patty with sautéed onions. Wow, God, a burger good. sounds so good, dude. Do we save the dog poop DNA story for tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. I think we do. Yeah. All right, the Monty Show presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, you guys. They're trying to make sure... That homeless kids get back to school. The Advocates partnered with The Road Home. Hey, man, if you've got a dollar, if you've got five dollars, if you've got a million dollars, the Venmo on the screen, Advocates donations, they take Venmo donations. Get into, get into Venmo, give them five dollars, and just say The Monty Show or Homeless Kids. Please let them know that that's what it's for. They're giving back. They're sending kids to school with the clothing, food, and equipment they need to, to not only succeed but to thrive. Help kids get back to school and get educated with the Advocates. Theadvocates.com. Hit them on Venmo. Advocates donations on Venmo until tomorrow. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.